<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? This is such a fun episode with one of my favorite comedians. She is incredible. She has a new special. It's on Max or HBO. I, I think you call it Max now. <laughs> the guy, the last guy to put this together. I think it's Max now. Uh, anyway, HBO or Max, it's on Max. But anyway, uh, it's called Salute Me or Shoot Me. She is so funny. The special is incredible. I'm so glad she's here. Uh, she also had a, a talk show we talk about quite a bit also on Max that I love that you should check out. Anyway, everything Sam J does, just check it out. This conversation is so fun, so interesting, and so funny, and I'm glad you're here. Uh, only a couple things to discuss up top. One, my Netflix special will be out on October 24th. It's called I Am Not For Everyone, and I hope you like it. It's on uh, October 24th. I'm also doing Largo this Saturday in Los Angeles. So if you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and are listening to this the day it comes out, I will be at Largo on Saturday. Tickets at Largo-LA.com. The next one after that is November 17th. Uh, so Largo-LA.com. Always incredible guests on those shows. So fun. Doing new material, messing around, and, and, and some greatest hits as well. It's always incredible. And I'm on tour. PeteHolmes.com for all the dates. Next coming up is, uh, I believe it's Bloomington, Indiana. Then we got Chicago, Washington, D.C. Those are all available on PeteHolmes.com. Even if you saw me in D.C. recently, uh, not that long ago, or Chicago, this is a new hour of material. I'm really happy about this new hour of material, and I hope you can make it. That is that. This episode is brought to us by our friends at Magic Mind. You guys know I talk about Magic Mind constantly. I'm always giving it to the guests because I want the guests to drink it because it helps us with creativity and focus. It's like athletes have Gatorade. Now creative minds have Creatorade. What is it? It's a mix of 12 functional ingredients, including matcha, nootropics that make you focus, and adaptogens that help you fight off stress. You can take it instead of coffee. You can drink it like I do with your coffee to sort of round out the edges. It doesn't get you wired. It gets you dialed in and even helps smooth out your coffee experience if you're taking it with coffee. It's incredible. I find it to be mood elevating and helps me get work done and drops me into that flow state, fighting off procrastination, brain fog, fatigue, and even some ADD symptoms. After three to seven days of continuous use, it's even easier to get into that flow state and they have a money back guarantee. And we have a special offer for weirdos from our friends at Magic Mind. All you have to do is go to magicmind.co slash weird and use my discount code at checkout weird to get a limited 20% off your first offer order. Excuse me. That's magicmind.co slash weird and promo code weird for 20% off. Secondly, we're brought to us by our friends at Living Libations. You guys know if you listen to the show, this is a complete Living Libations household. What is Living Libations? It is a natural, powerful, effective, high-end, wonderful alternative to random chemical nightmares that you uh, use normally for hair, skin, teeth, eye care. I was putting creams and ointments on my body that I thought were good because they, well, frankly, because they were expensive and I bought them in a mall and the store was named something French. But these things are filled with 
chemicals and levels of toxicity that were never intended for human consumption. So enter Living Libations, not only the most effective skincare, eye care, teeth, and baby care products I've ever found, but also the most natural, made exclusively with plants and oils and extracts that not only will you be able to recognize, you can also easily pronounce them. We use their best skin ever every night. That is what I put on my face every night, Val as well. I love their toothpaste. I love their sunblock. Love the sun. Sunblock, we're in California, so we sunblock year-round. There's Brody in the background. Whatever you need, this is a great way to support the show. Living Libations has a premium, natural, and wonderful product to replace the random chemical nightmare they sell at 7-Eleven. 15% off. Go to livinglibations.com slash weird. Support your body. Support your skin. Support your hair, your nails, your teeth, whatever. And the show, livinglibations.com slash weird. All right, everybody, enjoy Sam J. Get into it. We're right, we're we're recording. Uh, we're recording. <laughs> I don't want you to feel tricked. I um. The thing I noticed about your special that I really wanted to compliment. Oh, dive in Let's without go. making you uncomfortable because I don't want to make you uncomfortable. No, no. I have in the past. I feel like when you did the live, you made it weird. What I remember about it was I was like, I'm such a fan of yours. I was telling you, and you were like. I remember you go, what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> so I was like, don't, don't do that. But I do, this is actually good for a point. Your stand-up, this new special, Salute Me or, or Shoot Me, is like, it's like, it's like, it flows. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so much, my, my own stand-up included, I'm trying to make it flow. Yeah. And this bit, I'm trying to think of the, I have a special coming out. The opener ties, it's about, New Year, and then that kind of goes into a thing about surveillance, and then that kind of goes into a thing about technology. Like, it kind of, it's it's bundled. Mm -hmm. But yours is like, it reminds me of Nate Bargatze. Do you like Nate? Yeah. It's like in that way. It's obviously completely you, but he and you, you have something going on that most comics don't, which is like... I could see why people might think you're just talking. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people absolutely. might be like, she's just a funny, she's just a funny person. Right. But I'm going like, that took effort. Yeah. And you're trying, would you talk a little bit? Are you trying to disguise the fact that you're doing stand-up? Is that an effort? <laughs> or is it just like how it came out when you started doing it? Is that just your personality? I think it's just my personality. Like, it yeah. just kind of felt like the best way for me to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think you're all, everybody's trying to find their style. Yeah. And I... I it's authentic. It doesn't seem like yeah, you're going, like, this will work if I do it like this. Yeah. It doesn't feel like that. Yeah, but I do think there is some, you know, technicality to it. Like, especially in getting a flow and having it have some type of, like, thematic ride. Yeah. That was super, like, intentional, and I had to, like, work at that part of it. Well, dude, the I, I'm, I don't want to give anything away, but the psychedelic stuff at the beginning first of all i'm obsessed with how special i know it's so crazy to say that two two insane people can i compliment the suck a dick portion but the suck a dick umbrella meaning what it's like to feel like yeah. the man in the relationship yeah. or i love what you said about masculine feminine energy being a thing mm -hmm. and you're like that's just what's happening uh you're more of the junior yeah <laughs> junior man is what you say and then that section lasts like 30 minutes. It's like it's like a full yeah. special of just like running water. Like it never feels like I guess what I'm saying is 
one of the enemies of stand up is how corny and canned yes, it can feel. Yes. To be like, well. Yes. And I hate that. I've been doing it 20 years and I hate that you have to be like, <laughs> funny thing about microphones. Yeah. Like, there's no natural way to start, but you really, you open with that Spanx thing and then you're off and you stay in that one right. offshoot for so long that I was really like, like real respect. Like, Thank you. Like, oh, like shit. Like, I think comics will notice that, but I think people will notice that that it's like in the same way with Nate. It's like you're laughing, but you're also you're not stressed for the performer. Yeah, and you're not like being shocked every five seconds, like to like like you know what I mean, like being provoked yeah. in that. Like, but it's I don't know how like that that just seems to yeah, be where I you will, found yourself. Yeah, I just always I always was like. When I even started, I was like, it has to feel conversational. Yeah. It has to feel conversational yeah. or it's not going to work for me. Like, I'm just not studious. Yeah. I'm not good. <laughs> like, I'm not. I'm not. So You mean you're not like, I'm looking at Gary Goldman up there. Yes, That's a studious dude. I can't do yeah. that. Yeah. That structure yeah. and that like, I just... It but it's like, there. Like when you go, we do it for dogs. I'm like, that's uh, yeah, yeah. That's up there with Seinfeld. You know, yeah, what I mean? that's like an yeah. observation, yep. and you tied it in, and there's a theme, and you're going somewhere, but you're doing it in this natural way. Yeah, it has to be a little bit uh, loosey goosey for me to like yeah. get get my get my bearings in it. You know what I mean? Right. Once it's, I tried to do it when I first started doing stand up. I tried to be studious, like in yeah. every way, yeah. because I didn't want to be lazy, and I really wanted this, and I was like, if I really want this, I've got to take this seriously, and this is gonna be wow. the thing I fucking you know. Yeah. And I tried to like, I'm gonna sit down, I'm gonna write for an hour a day, and I'm gonna yeah. like, get up, and I'm gonna do the jokes, and I was like, I this sucks, like yeah. I suck. I feel like I suck. Because it dried it, up everything that was good about it. It dried up everything yeah. that was good. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I just can't like do it that way, you know? So I'm always trying to find that like very conversational tone. I remember like one of the first times I got off stage, I was like, it has to feel like how I feel when I'm just talking at a bar to Which a is stranger. your talk show too. It just has to yeah, feel like yeah, that for yeah. it to work for me. Right. And so I'm always just trying to get the the act the closest to feeling like yeah. we just bumped into each other on the street and started right. chatting right and and even the stuff you're saying seems like you sat down next to the most interesting person you could have sat next to <laughs> at the bar but meaning like you're saying some shit yeah yeah in yeah. the in the good way like you're not being boring so it's so unpresentational it even seems like I call it sleepover comedy. It's like the kind of stuff you would say at a sleepover. Not that it's like so crazy, yeah. but like I get the sense that you're being real with me. Which yeah. So, I mean, when you were starting, so you're not like a razzle dazzle, like with a cane and tap shoes kind of <laughs> kid. How did you find your way into comedy? I mean, it, what I'm saying is it doesn't seem like it was catered to what you're doing now makes sense, but you were coming up in a time when it was like, Show us you got it. Yeah, and like yeah. Attack it and and come out and whatever. Yeah. Like how did you find your way? Did it take a long time or was it weird getting started? You know, so when I first when I first tried it when I was like twenty something, I was trying to do that like you know because like you said it was like that. Yeah. And I got up and it was very bad, and I <laughs> it was very bad. <laughs> And I Where got, were you? I was at uh, Dick Doherty's Comedy Bowl. I Bo forgot you were from Boston. <laughs> in Boston. Oh my God. Yeah. And it sucked, dude. And I got off stage and I was like, that's not how that was supposed to feel. I knew that. 
Yeah. And this is the first time actually, because I've not. This is not the first time I told this story. But it's the first time I actually could articulate what I mean when I it wasn't how I was supposed to feel because you put it into words for me because it was so canned up. Mm. I wasn't me, and it felt. It just felt like it didn't fit. So then I was like, oh, maybe I'm not supposed to do this. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so then there was this long separation time, right? I didn't do it again until I was like 29. Wow. So when I when I was like, I was 28, about to turn 29. My birthday was in January. And I, I got up that December before my birthday. And I just had made this kind of decision that like, I'm going to do this like me. It's the only way mm. this is going to work. Mm. It's like, I got to do it how it makes sense in my head, mm. even if it doesn't make sense to people. And early in my career, and probably a real sour spot for me, you're getting some therapy out of me today. <laughs> it's early morning. <laughs> no, this is a weird way to start our day, isn't it? It's too early for this. Um, but it's a sour spot for me. Like early in my career, because I wasn't like precision and I wasn't, you know, I was, I'm not, I've never been one of those like counting the lap per minute people. I've never been one of those, yeah. you yeah. know, it's set up, da, 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 punch. I've never, I just kind of went. And so I used to get a lot of criticism from, um, you know, the white boy guard of Boston that I was just a riffer. I didn't know how to write, mm. you know, basically, you know, like it, it kind of felt like. When when uh, black people started bringing like street ball into like the NBA, like right. the different way to drip, and they was just like, oh yeah, that's like tomfoolery. They don't know the the uh, <laughs> the globetrotters. Yeah. There actually is something kind of like weird about the globetrotters. Like we'll separate yeah. it and put it over here. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. that that kind of energy of like mm. they don't have the skill set. They're just out here winging it, and yeah. it was like in a real like negative way that really like used to piss me the fuck off yeah because it was like dude i am i don't write the way you write but there is a lot of thinking and writing going into right right this and layering and 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 setting it up to get these punchlines off but i'm not a traditional the punchline might not come where you think it's supposed to come right right you know what i mean yes so just because that's the way i play it it, it became like contentious you know yeah. what i mean yeah but it also kind of made me dig in my heels harder and be like, I'm going to do it this way and it, I'm going to do it so fucking good. Right. You know? Like and it then really, just like the street ball thing, now it'll be like, oh, that's that's the way that's we do it That's the way now. we do it. <laughs> <laughs> through the legs? You mean through the legs? A little around the back? Yeah. It, it, now it's legitimized. But there was, I think that's a that's an app metaphor. It's the same with music too. There's, there's like a time where it, it can be perceived as... I suppose we could be nice and say different, but like worse. Yeah. Like you're not trying. Yeah. And I think that's what it came off to them as, as I wasn't taking it seriously and I wasn't trying. I was just getting up and saying whatever. And it was so frustrating because I'm like, if you can't see the, the, the technical yeah. work that's ha like, what do you mean? Right. You know? Right. But it really was just because it wasn't packaged up the way they thought it should be packaged up. Do you think it was caring, potentially, or do you just think it was shit talk? No, it was fucking hate. <laughs> I was trying to put a nice spin on it. Because I here's where that question was coming from. I remember when I was starting, there was such a making it reproducible was like where the money seemed to be. Like you're mm -hmm. gonna do Letterman or something. Remember when yeah, that yeah. was the bar? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna do Letterman. And Letterman is like, what are you gonna open with? Like you have to open with like a... 
my opener was you ever hail a cab just to stop it from hitting you that was like, like I needed that like <laughs> yeah. pow yeah, like, right need, out the gate, that out the gate. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. right away yeah and when I remember it was me and Kumail would watch somebody and I remember Kumail just going like you know he doesn't write his bits down and it was just like saying like he's not he doesn't take it seriously like he doesn't he never does it the same way twice but yeah. Kumail didn't mean it in like uh, this piece of shit you'd be watching someone, and this was not a black person, just for what it's worth, just watching someone kill <laughs> and, and being like, how are they going to do it again? Yeah. Now that seems to be more normal. Yeah. And actually, it's actually what I'm complimenting you on. So there's parts in your act where you go like, you know, old people with their advice to young people, like blah, blah, blah. And, and you just kind of go blah, 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 blah. Like you don't say it. Mm -mm. And that's not the point. Like, <laughs> here's what I, I think what it is, is like you realize, and tell me if you agree with this. The point isn't the words. The point is, it's like an excuse to hang out with a funny person being funny. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not like I'm going to manipulate you with like, how many pairs are in two pairs yes, of pairs? Yes, yes, Well, it's actually six. Right, you know? And then you're right. like, okay, that's one kind of comedy. Yeah. And then there's just hanging out. And yeah. even just hanging out makes it sound like lazy or stupid, but there's more natural, more flow. Yeah, that's, an, and exactly. And that's what I was really trying to find. I was like, well, there's that's, that's their way to do it, but that way doesn't fit me. And there's this way to like make this natural flow. And, you know, people like have, said that about me my whole career like you have never really seen you do the same set twice it's always kind of but for me that's a necessity like i i get bored yeah so quick and i feel like the audience can tell when you're yeah. done yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like now you're just serving up shit and they're just you know it feels gross it just right. feels so disingenuous and nasty yeah and one thing that is very true about me is i love comedy so much i have such a respect for it so a lot of my ways of doing it is to protect that my love for it mm. to keep me wanting to do it because like once stay you in love with your wife yeah because like once you turn it into like a job and now i gotta get up and you know like i'm not studious i don't like jobs once it, things fail like that for yeah. me yeah we'll quickly not be together You're so i was just trying to make sure yes. i i kept it alive for me yeah. you know so okay a lot of things about that well, first of all you're talking right to my heart because i'm touring right now and that fifth show on a weekend and you're kind of like fuck this goddamn thing again so i know some comics that, have, that that'll go out of order and that's yep. one way to keep it fresh uh it seems to me what what is your approach you're gonna say it differently like you don't i go out to... of order sometimes i say it differently sometimes like in this very like <laughs> kind of destructive way i just blow the whole setup i just like i'll start in a really fucked up place that i know they're gonna hate me for yes i'll turn them completely against me yes have it be contentious and you then try that? to yes. win them back yes i just gotta do something it's like it's, it's it's a little psychotic but it's like if i don't do this these play these games i'll just hate this you're touring for like a you're doing how you're touring for like a fucking i toured for a year and a half yeah yeah you know right I gotta, I gotta find the fun. <laughs> or, right. or what are we doing? But do you have, let's say you do a show and you say the bit perfectly. Like I'm thinking about when you said you, you get them against you, you say, I don't care if people say the N word with the hard ER. And it's like, you can even feel this crowd that's probably mixed. I was listening to it in the car, so yeah. I wasn't watching. But it's like mixed. And people are kind of like different reactions and then you win them over. But you have this part where you go, it's never a white person on the way up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, there's the music. I go, that that's the lyrics. Mm -hmm. It's never a white person on the way up. The first time you say that, so you're writing from stage, mm -hmm. I'm guessing you're playing yep, with the yep, idea. Yep. Do you write down, it's never a white person on the way up? Do you jot it down? Do you listen to the set? Like, how do you make sure when you were filming that special, 
without ruining it. Yeah, yeah. You also don't want to forget to say it's never a white yeah. person on the way up. That was the last branch they could grab. Like, yeah. that's good language. Once I love it, I just love it. You'll have it. And I'll have it. Yeah. Like, once I landed that language, I was like, oh, no, that's it. Like, right. I, and I love saying it. It makes me chuckle. You know, like, when, when it's, when it makes, you know, yeah, it does, yeah. it does a little thing for me to yeah, say it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's when I, I know I'm hooping now. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's, that's nasty. Right. You got to keep that. That's right. nasty. But if you don't do it for a while, you don't have any way to refresh it. Do you listen to it or look at it? You know, I will, I will write stuff jot stuff here and there but that usually becomes a, a jumbled mess eventually it's just like what the fuck is this yeah uh, <laughs> well, it just says, it's never a white person on the way up yeah. it's like what is this note what is this note what, what the fuck am i talking yeah. about so um i will say because i was i was more concerned with the precision this special like i think the first special i was just like oh my god i got to do a special and i was kind of just like i hope i'm funny you know mm, mm. but this one i was like no there's some things i want to achieve i want some callbacks in there yes. i want you know i want that i want that theme in there i want that line you can kind of pull through the whole thing yeah certain stuff like that so once i was into like the four month period of like it's like about four months left my homie um his name's radio he was like yo um i'm down to like tour with you and just like help you, you know, round this thing on out. And what he would do that was great was like, he's great at listening. He really like likes comedy, but he'll like, he pays attention. And he'll say, yeah, you did it this yep, way or you did yep, it that way. Yep, yeah. yep. And yeah. that was super helpful. That's what Matt McCarthy, my opener, I feel weird calling him my opener. We tour together. He does a show and he watches and he gives me a little note. Yeah. My wife used to do it. Yeah. She's with the baby. Just somebody to do that. Somebody. Yeah. And if you can pour it in my ear right before I yep. go on, like, yep. hey, you said it this way. Yeah. Like I had a joke on this special. I go, you ever take the lid off a pint of ice cream? No. See, I said it wrong. You ever take the top off a pint of ice cream and just throw the lid away? Yeah. And one time I said it exactly like that. It was top, then lid. And he told me, and that's the way we did in the special. Mm -hmm. But it was him. Yeah. It's like this secret world of like, allies that doesn't yeah. get talked about yeah, yeah. enough because we're all like I write my own shit yeah, yeah. yeah sure but sometimes it helps to have no absolutely and it's like and I, and I don't think that takes away from anything you're doing no. you know what I mean it's like dude I'm up here I'm talking for an hour every night I, I, I'm i growing to hate myself you know I'm like, I'm, I'm like you, should, you should shut the fuck up you know like yeah. so sometimes no, you just that. need somebody to be like hey man because yeah. sometimes you're like auto yeah. You get off and you're like, I don't even know what the fuck happened. Do you ever get vulnerability hangovers? Sometimes I get off stage and I'm like, why did I tell them Because <laughs> you're talking really honestly about, it. did you get married yet? Not yet. So your fiance. Yet. Yeah. So you're talking really honestly yeah. and I'm loving it. And I have all the stuff that I'm doing about my parents and it's really like real. It's like yeah. making fun of them and having fun. And sometimes I get back to the hotel and I'm like, why did I? Yeah, why absolutely. did I do that? You get that way too, absolutely. Because you're tired, yeah. You know, and and you're vulnerable, and you're falling asleep, and you're like, why did I make fun of my my fiance? Right. <laughs> or or why did I tell them that personal yeah. thing or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Especially when they come up to you afterwards and like they want to. Sometimes you forget you said it. Yeah. And then like, yeah, man, I shitted on myself before too, and you're like, what? And then you're like, oh yeah, I, right. I did. I did right. overshare in that moment. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> it makes sense yeah. while it's happening, and that's kind of the job. Would you agree? I, I feel like we're getting paid to deal with those complicated yes, feelings. Absolutely. I think that's the job. And I think that like not enough comics acknowledge that that's the job. It's like 
they're you're getting paid because you're willing to go there. You're getting paid because you're willing to be uncomfortable. You're getting paid because you're willing to push people's ideas. You're getting paid because you're willing to explore other ways to think about things. Yeah. You know what I right, mean? Right. Like other than that, what the fuck do we need to be like listening to you right, for? Right. And you and you're risking something. Yeah, That's what you I got like. To. What I like about your comedy and comedy in general is when it's going like but I think there's love under everything you say about your fiance, but I love that you're like, and I'm out here managing stuff and she's interrupting my managing it with her nothing. With nothing. And I'm like, that is, I had bit envy. I was like, that's so funny to be like, how much do you think I spent on this hat? Yeah. You're like, that is ready. I know you already filmed it, but I'm like, that's ready to go. I'm like, oh my God, that was ready to go. But like, what I'm saying is the job is the risk that they might be upset by it. Yes. And maybe you would have to deal with it. Yes. And we kind of have to play this weird card, like we're carny people or something. Yes. And like, that's that's what's happening. Yeah. And what I like we're giving language to is that sometimes it feels weird to us. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's not just that we have to deal with Maybe my dad will think it's weird that I'm making fun of him for no. You deal with real repercussions and your own, yeah, your man. own. And yeah. like, and it's like it's fact. Like, there's definitely like you know me and my fiance. We went through like a rough patch, and I like I cheated, and hmm. we were just in a funky ass space. And like, I'm on stage like talking about cheating in this way that's honest to me, and like you know we're we're getting home, and I'm in a living hell, you know. <laughs> I'm in hell. Wait, she's at the show. Yeah, sometimes she's there. To yeah, you talking and then, about and then she's like, "So that's just your real opinion. So right. you actually don't give a fuck." And I'm like, "Man, <laughs> well, talk about this because it's it's Christ. part of you, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know what you said about cheating, but I'm assuming it's funny to to sympathize with yourself. <laughs> actually, yeah, you know, a hundred percent, and understand why you did Mostly it. Mostly, I was just saying, like, she takes it so personal. And she wants me to give her this big reason why I did it. And she wants this really like deep emotional reason. But honestly, I just wanted to fuck some new pussy. And I didn't think past that. And that's the bad thing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, I just didn't consider anything but what I wanted. But it's not deep. Like, it's not like some. Right. (laughs) That's that's so funny. I swear that thought has crossed my mind. Where it's not the cheating. It's all, like I had a friend that that did that, and it was not that what he did. It's almost that he didn't understand what it meant to her. Yes, and that's that really. That was a two. I would say we were in therapy for like a year and a half. That's what I ended up understanding. Yeah. I was like, what I learned in therapy was like, oh, this is bad because it hurts her feelings. It made, it took yeah. like yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Because I was at a place where I'm like, girl, I didn't do this because I love this girl. I don't care about this girl. But all that stuff was making me sound worse. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's the premise. Is it's worse that you're like, I don't care. I also, you know, I had a, I never uh, wrote it down, but I had a premise where it was like, you say it didn't mean anything to me. Again, the same friend who cheated on his wife and he's like, it didn't mean anything. I was like, Yes, it did. It was the, I'm not talking to you. I was like, it was the greatest moment of your fucking life. Yeah. Like, you were miserable. You were depressed and you found someone that loved you and was paying attention to you and you fucking loved them in that way. In that moment. And now you're like, and I don't give a shit. Well, that's true now. Yeah. But, but like, in that moment, did, in they that were moment. giving you, what you whatever you were, wasn't getting or and whatever ego thing you needed or yeah, something whatever. Yeah, was whatever. being neglected. Like you think about the trash. It's like, and that's why he gambles with the more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, we don't even know why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Right? And the cheating might be like more complicated than we know. Right. But recognize, it's funny. I love that you had to go to therapy because that 
is relatable yeah. just to go like, oh, it meant something to her. Yeah, like I need to care because it it matters to her so much. Well, that's your bit about guess what, how much I spent on this hat. Yeah. The brain says, who fucking cares? Yeah. The heart says, she's just, what I like to say is subtitles on, she's saying, are you thinking about yeah. me? Do you care yeah. about my life? Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, and that's like, that is the growing up into like, my transitioning from a junior man to a man, I think a part of that is hmm. learning like, yeah, that's the fucking job. Right, you know what right, I mean? And right. like, at the end of the day, like I'm at this place where I'm like, yo, I would never cheat again. And I can say that solidly and wholly and know that because I don't want to hurt her feelings. It's yeah. not because I think cheating is bad. It's not because I feel, honestly, I, I don't feel setup, any of that way. stuff. But <laughs> I just don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. It's, it's not worth hurting yeah, yeah. her oh. because she actually gets hurt you know dude i'm so there with you i tried to do this bit where i was like i'm just not a sex person meaning like i don't want to balance my sex checkbook and have like nine different things going and who do i which one of these people are we saying i love you like who likes yeah. butt stuff you know like i don't yeah. want to balance all that effort <laughs> so i talk about that on say chew i go i'll never cheat on val but it's not even because i love her and my, my take is because I'm just done meeting new people. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm bored meeting new yeah, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's that too. It's definitely that too. But right? I really, yeah, for sure. But I really just had to like grow up and go like, do you want to be the type of person that hurts your girl's feelings? Right, right. Do and is it worth it? Yeah. And I was like, no, that's not the type of person I want to be. Do you want to be a liar? It requires some, I had to be honest with myself. Like you're being deceptive. Right. You're, like these are just not qualities you want to have. But when it was being brought to me on the base argument of like, how could you fuck somebody else and love me? It was like easy. <laughs> that that's not right. that's not a hard thing to do. Right, 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 right. That's actually not the issue. The issue yes. is that you don't like that I had sex <laughs> yes. with somebody else because I could do that all the time. Exactly. And who cares? And we're yeah. gonna live in that part of the argument, right? <laughs> we're gonna live in that part of the argument. <laughs> what are we doing? You know? Yeah, but I love that you got to a place where you could understand. Because you yeah. talk about empathy and you're special too. And that's a really hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. I actually found that kind of emotional because I was like, that's so many of our parents, it would have been nice if somebody just took the time to empathize. I feel yeah. like that's a modern. Mm -hmm. We're still not doing great, mm -mm. but we're trying yes, more yes. to empathize. And maybe we have more time to empathize. I don't that's know. That's true too. My dad was riding a bike with a huge front wheel or yeah, whatever. That, like, you <laughs> know old what I mean? timeies. Right. Yeah. Try not to give them too hard it was of a like, time. It was like the Dust Bowl. <laughs> like they were just, right. They were dealing with a lot of shit. Black and white. Everyone wore hats like they were delivering <laughs> newspapers. And there were a lot of fist fights. Um, yeah, so we're, de we're dealing with the stress. What You said something in the special, and, and I just had it, and I'm forgetting it, and it doesn't really matter. Great. How do you feel today? I feel good, man. I'm like... <sighs> It feels good to be done with it yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Just like it is what it is now. And you drop know? it off. Yeah, and drop it off. And I'm already like doing new jokes and that's always fun. Like I'm doing I'm free falling again. I'm not I'm not yeah. doing it with any like real reason. I'm just doing yeah. it because it's fun and yeah. I, I, there's no structure to it. And I'm not going in like I gotta work out this piece yeah. tonight. You know, I'm just like, uh, I got some thoughts about Joe Biden and that's right. what I'm gonna do. Right. So that's been super fun just to get back to just the silly billiness of it all. This is the conversation I need to be having. I'm going on the road this weekend and it's just so, I know maybe this isn't that relatable, but even with a dream job, it can it can get stale. Yes. Even with a dream relationship, it can get stale. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah. You have to like work at it. And and what you're reminding me is like, like I got to disrupt it. 
You got to disrupt it. Absolutely. That wasn't your talk show, too, was very disruptive. I really love your talk uh, show. Oh, thank you. And I was watching it. It always cracks me up. Because even before I met that you. That white people like it? No, that white people like you. <laughs> white people like you. I have this expectation of the white person in my head that yeah. likes it. And it is not Pete Holmes yeah, by yeah, any yeah, yeah. stretch. So even when I first met you and you were like, yeah, I like that. And you like actually knew it and watched it. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I do sometimes feel bad for the cutting to the white people. <laughs> sometimes you're having a conversation and I can I know what the white people are feeling. As a white person, I'm like, they don't know what to say. They don't know what they can agree with. And they're just kind of like, but that's very entertaining to me. But the cuts to them can be very funny. It can be very, very funny. Is that, are you doing a new season of that? or is- No, man. The people didn't. The people didn't get it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's surprising to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think when I say the people, I, I, you know, like Nina and Aaron, who I work with a lot at HBO, they got it. Yeah, I think when the new people came in, <laughs> they had a different agenda. And they see. were like, we don't really see. I also, but I knew I was doing something very niche. Yeah, I always knew that. Every the two seasons I got, I really felt like I got away with something. I was yeah. like, "Oh, they're gonna let me do yeah. this again." Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so I, I wasn't. It wasn't devastating by any stretch of the imagination. I just, it was like, "Oh, it's cool. I got to do that that long." Right, and it was an achievement. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And you did pull something off. Yeah. I'll also add to that just to depersonalize it a little bit. A lot of times when regimes change or people change, they just want to do something new. Yeah. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if they like it or not. They'll right. just like, let's sh- I don't want to keep doing what someone else was yeah, doing. Yeah, and anytime I'm, I'm, I'm very realistic about the things I make. And it's like, first of all, this is a business. I'm asking someone for their money. You know, yeah. like that's yeah. the reality of it. That's what getting a show is like giving money to do my idea. Yep, that's right. And I can totally understand if there was some white man executive who, you know, saw a bunch of girls fucking fruit <laughs> and me yelling with a big strap on and was like, I don't quite understand this <laughs> and i don't know where this lives that's fine you know what I mean? like, that's fine dude <laughs> you know it would have been weird if you did get it but that's what was fun about it was it felt like a party i wouldn't get to go to and i don't even mean that as a white person i just mean as a lame married dad <laughs> i'm watching like something that feels distinctly new york and like fun and social and and real but it, it was really Yeah, that's what I was going for. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I feel like I got to do it. And you I got did. to. And you know what? People like, it's weirdly culty. Like yeah. people come up to me all the time. They're like, oh, fucking love pauses are coming back. And I'm yeah. like, no. And they're like, what? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, my God. Somebody Ever was alert? kidnapped. This is a female alert. We're all getting it. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that because everyone's posting clips of social uh, on social of crowd work that crowds are talking to you more yes and right. i fucking hate it i fucking hate it too and i want the people to stop doing i it. want us all you know who has the power to stop uh, it's us yeah that's i mean the it's crowd us. shit I, fucking stop it i get it you're man. posting the worst part of your show yeah i get that you don't want to burn material i get but it like, man maybe but it's just a picture of your breakfast i, I don't I know but like yeah it's the crowds are rowdier they're talking and they think they matter it's like i i think <laughs> 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 truly they do it's like you they can't, matter to the show it's y- like yeah we that, better do some shit that's 
what I mean. Won't have like, anything to post. You can't embolden them like that. No. You have to. You have to let them know that they're insignificant. At the same time, that's yes. the. It's this, You're it's the most a, important. Yeah, thing. it's a sick little game, but you have to let them know. Like, yeah, you you don't run this. It doesn't work. <laughs> and I don't need you to do this. Right. Yeah. I think they think they're helping. Oh, they absolutely. And that was think already a problem. And they but, absolutely think they're part of it now, and they're like. I'm giving you a leg up. That's right. <laughs> Thank this me. poor guy or lady <laughs> doesn't have anything to post. I'll give him something that'll go viral. I'll, I'll give him a viral moment. You know? And now there's cameras on them. The cameras don't go that way. Yeah, no, don't cameras go this way. Don't talk to me. That's the whole point. Don't talk to me. And it's for everyone's good. <laughs> it's for everyone's good. If fucking... <laughs> I'm dry. Mario Batali's cooking you a meal. You don't come up and start dicing stuff like let him cook. Yeah, I don't like it. I wish the people would stop. Me too. It just happened. I went out on stage and I may, sometimes if I see an empty chair out in the front, I'll gesture to it. Everybody does it. I'll be like, oh, empty chair. And someone just yells out, it's fur. And the name of the person they came with, who I went to college with, and I was like, what are you doing? Like, we're talking in the first 10 seconds of my yeah, show. Yeah, don't do Which, that. Which, by the way, if you have a guest, their friend is going to fuck up the show. Have you noticed that phenomenon? Yes. If you invite somebody, they're going to bring someone that's going to yell They're just going to do dumb shit. Because it's free. Yeah. Have you also noticed that if you have guests at the show and they come back, they won't say anything about the show? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I'm just so happy that you know what I'm talking yeah. about. You'll put 11 people on the guest list. They all come back. Mm -hmm. No one says great show. No. Sometimes, my, because Matt McCarthy knows this, we'll be like, and what a great show. Like, we'll, <laughs> we'll start saying yeah, it. No, they won't say anything. Incredible they'll, they'll show. They'll just start talking about other shit. Right. Green Room, well, but it's gray. Sometimes, like, they'll come back and they'll talk to you about, like, the opener. Yeah. <laughs> You're like... I'm not yeah. trying to be like a narcissist here, but... <laughs> it's, this is what we were talking about earlier, is they think we're like high on our own supply after the show, when really we're drained, yeah, you're and low. we're tired, and you have people that you knew, which I don't want, and you could use just a little like, that was great. Yeah. That was great. And, and, it, and I will say this, you're high, but it's like... It's like not a good one. It's complicated. Yeah, it's, it's not a, a good one. Yeah. It's like mushrooms. Yeah. You talk about mushrooms in your special, which I love. And you know when you're on mushrooms and you're like, this, like you're looking at reality, you're like, this is all good. I don't know about yeah. this. Like literally yeah. an area. Mm -hmm. Like don't, I, it's not, it's not bad. Yeah. But I'm not going to look over there yep. for a little while. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Because it's got like kind of like a hairy dark. It's doing something. It's doing something. Yeah. And I think it wants me. Mm -hmm. I think it wants me to go like and get pulled in. Yeah, yeah. It. But I'm not gonna let myself. Yeah. 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 How often are you doing that, mushrooms? You know, I don't. I don't know. Whenever I feel like it. Yeah. You know, it's not not like an everyday thing. But I'm not like, oh, I can only do it once a month. I'm just like whenever I'm in the mood. Oh, really? Yeah. So you, I get. Sometimes I somebody gave me some mushrooms recently and just the smell of them and I get kind of like like it reminds you of what it can do mm -hmm. and you get kind of like tense but you you're not afraid of them. No, I'm not afraid of uh my brain. Yeah. So, and I'm I don't know. No. Never like, had a bad trip? Of course I have. <laughs> of course I have. Of you pull course. yourself out of it or do you just I go to bed, baby. You go to bed. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, if it starts going left, I'm I turn off all the lights. I cut down all like the sensories. Yeah. I like black out, no TV, no music, go to sleep. And you can fall asleep even uh, though something's like, yeah. Hello, Sam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, I'm just like, no. 
<laughs> I feel. I believe that you can. No, I'm going to bed. But when you when you take them, how much are you taking? Do you sometimes I microdose. Sometimes you know I'll take like if I want to like it depends on what I'm doing because like you know like now that everybody's like into it and there's like you can microdose you can do this you can do that yeah. so sometimes I'm like I'm on like a city amount of shrooms and I'm just like in the city and I'm chilling and it's like chill yeah. and sometimes I'm like oh I want to like trip that's another thing you know what I mean so, and that's more for nature you think yeah more for nature or if yeah. I'm like in my room when I know I'm like just gonna be listening to some cool music yeah, yeah. I just want to like let my thoughts be expansive and yeah. do whatever you know what I, I mean the bit I don't want to ruin it but the bit about seeing white people dancing while on oh, mushrooms oh thank you and then you go but she's on mushrooms and she goes no they're so free yeah <laughs> Yeah. They're not even bound by the beat. No. And I was like, that is the most mushroomy. <laughs> and it's so simple. But like, for real, why are you being so hard on yourself? Yeah. That you have to like, yeah. like music and a body has to be and a my, certain And way? my whole life, yeah. I've been this hard on myself. Right, you know? right. Yeah. You want to like fit in and mushrooms is like fit into what? what? We're in outer space. Yeah. Like we're in outer yeah. space and nothing is real. Be off beat, Sam. Who cares? That is so funny. Is there a, a trip that you, that comes to mind that was like very profound for you or changed your life? You don't know. I, I feel like it was. It wasn't. I, I've never. And this might be because I've never like. I'm gonna go to the woods or Joshua Tree and I'm gonna fucking trip. I've never done that. Mm. You know what I mean. So that's probably not why. But I feel like every time it's made me feel small. That's why I explain mushrooms. Like, it makes me feel insignificant mm. in this way that is necessary. Mm. Like, it makes, it. that's what it does for me every time. It just makes, it just shrinks me. And I'm like, ah, guess what? You don't fucking matter. Mm. Like, there's this whole world. But in all this a good stuff. way. Yeah, in this good way. I'm yeah. like, you don't matter. So like, get out your own way and get your head out your ass because like, People aren't don't give a fuck about you that much, you know. Right, what I mean, right. I, <laughs> like, but there's a good way and a bad. Yeah, way. no, no, not in a bad way. Not right. in a, like so. Why am I alive? Way it's more in a like. So why am I so hung up on shit? Way right, you know exactly. I just heard uh, Ira Glass on This American Life was like name five people from the 15th century, and I was like, oh wow, that's a good one. Like you can't. No one can. Maybe a historian yeah. can do it. But like, and all of those people thought all of their stuff was so important. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know what sometimes I do on YouTube? They have these color corrected. Like someone will just put a camera and you know it was like the size of a suitcase on a corner in LA in like 1918. And they just let it roll. So it was black and white. And it was all sped yeah. up and goofy. But they fix it and they slow it down mm -hmm. and they color it. And I'm like. Kind of like the, that a war movie that, uh, what you call it, did. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the Peter it was a Peter Jackson. I know what you're talking yeah. about. That movie's awesome. That one. Mm -hmm. I need to see that. Oh, it's so it. good. Really? Yeah. I believe it. It's really, really good. But in the set you watch and you go like each one of these people is like late for work or like a little bit lonely that day. And you kind of like, so what? Yeah. It's all passing. Mm -hmm. It's all going mm -hmm. away. Yeah, and that's what Shrooms kind of does. So then it, that allows me to just like live more in my own truth and like yeah. go for it and because it's like yeah man these are all just moments you know yeah somebody it's pima children says like you're the sky and everything coming through is like a bird or a cloud and it's all you know what i mean mm -hmm. but there is something have you ever had that experience on mushrooms where you're like 
what you are is something other than Sam. Like you're yes. like, yeah. And that's calming too. Yeah. See, sometimes I think it's like when I talk this way with people that you are like awareness or you're like knowing, you're the thing that like knows, mm -hmm. you're the quality of knowing. It's so hard to talk about. And everything else is just kind of coming and going. Mm -hmm. That's a fun belief. I suppose you could turn that into a religion. But why I'm always talking about that is because when you rest in that place, there's nothing to worry about. Yes. That's why. Yeah. And that's why I'm asking you. And that's why I'm glad yeah. you had that experience. Yeah, absolutely. When I was on Mushrooms, I was like, this idea that we're like separate, that we're localized, like I'm stuck in this and the tree is over there and you're over mm -hmm. there. It's so fuck. It's paranoia. It's yes. like insanity. Yes. And you're like, I... I'm sustained by my my heart and my brain. Exactly, because it's all like going to, it's all working together. Yes. And that's what I mean by you're small. Like yeah. You're just a cog in the machine, you right. know? Like, it's that's all, right. yeah. It's you're all, a part of a thing. Yes. You belong. Yes. That's what the mushroom Absolutely. will say to you is like, you're not a visitor here, you're a product of yes. it. Yes. Right. Alan Watts says you don't come into the world. Like you weren't born into the world. You came out of the world. Yeah. It's like you were like an apple on a tree or something. It's, like, it's exactly that. Right? Yeah. And it's natural. Mm -hmm. And that's a really powerful thing. I think we're all looking for the feeling of like, am I okay? Am I okay here? Mm -hmm. Which again is what's so beautiful about comedy in general is when you're up on stage and you're talking about peeing on yourself first thing. <laughs> like that's what we should be doing. Okay? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not talking about winning and dominating and no. being rich. And, right. Like, because talk about your stress. Talk about your yeah, fear. Yeah, because everybody's having it and we're all, we're all experiencing this thing and it's fucking weird. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> Do you remember we were on a Zoom together and I think you were stoned. We're like in love. It's so weird. <laughs> I never thought this would be. Oh, you and I? <laughs> but every time we get together, I'm like, I love this too. I love you too. This is great. <laughs> well, this is a, that's what I was going to say. There was this moment where it was just you and me. And we were on a Zoom. It was during the pandemic. And I started going off on this. We were watching a lot of Great British Bake Off. And I started going off on this thing about how baking is feminine. <laughs> And I was like, because it comes out of ovens. That's like a vagina. It's like a cave. It's all eggs and milk. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. everyone was like turned on me. And then you were like, I get it. <laughs> like, and then you said, I, it might be because I'm stoned, but I completely yeah, understand what this is. It's like, everything is so much weirder than we give it mm -hmm. credit for. And Absolutely. Like, even the fact that you're aware of your experience is the thing that no one is talking mm -hmm. about. Like you're here. Yeah. And like And it's like weird and like nobody even knows why. Right. <laughs> and we instead we just go around and play put yeah. balls and hoops and Yeah, and like make up the whys, but we really don't know why, which right. is like then the only why is like as corny as it sounds, because it's this all comes from like hippie culture, right? And drug culture, but it's very true. Like the only why is like to love each other, man. You know, it's right, like right. we <laughs> be good to one another, man. Right, like right. cherish the experiences and the moments you're having with one another. Because yes. like other than that, we have no explanation for this shit. Dog. I think like love love is the only thing that's real, or love is the yeah. only thing that matters. I, uh, Rupert Spire, who I mention all the time, he says, it's like this is God's dream and it's our job to just make it as nice of a yeah, dream for ourselves for yourself. as possible. Instead yeah. of having like a weird fucking dream. Why yeah. are you doing that? And the only thing that is lasting, right, 
just considering like the world doesn't just like obliterate itself all at one time, the only thing that is lasting is who you were in the moments. Yeah. How you treated people, how yeah. you made people feel. That's what people remember. Right. They, they 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 like you die. People can't come sometimes even remember your fucking face. Yeah. But they can remember how you made them feel. Yes. That's it. I think about this all the time because I have a daughter now, and I'm just like. In Interstellar, they're like, it's the parents' job. You're just ghosts of their future. Mm -hmm. Like, you're their memories. That's my job. My only job, that's some trippy shit right there. I'm just here to be a good memory. Absolutely. So my daughter will be like, I deserve love. Yes. I deserve a good person in my My life. My mom died when I was 16 years old. Hmm. But I always say, like, what she implanted in me by raising me and, and leaving those, like, actual memories and yes. the feeling of being loved, the feeling of being valued, yes. the teaching me how to value myself, teaching me how to be good to people. When I was being a bully, telling me that wasn't, you know, mm. correcting that behavior, mm. all of that stuff, that's what's left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Of course. I don't necessarily always, I can, sometimes I can't even make out her face because at this point I've been alive without a parent longer than I've been alive with a parent. Right. So I don't always remember But you stuff, get the face isn't the point. Yeah, but I remember <laughs> yeah. how I'm supposed to be. Right. And I remember how I was loved and I rem- you know, that's mm-hmm. what I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so it's it's beautiful. There was a time when you used comedy for evil. You were a bully. <laughs> there was, a, I, had, I had some years. Yeah, you know, in school. Yeah, but I wasn't. I, I will always say there was there was a time when I was like, I feel like every girl goes through this. Like she's you're turning that mean girl corner, mm-hmm. and I was like turning it. And my mother was like, No, you're not gonna be one of those. Really? Like that's not how we treat people. Yeah. That's not what we do. Right. You know what I mean? And kind of was very like big on correcting that which mm. I, I think was important because i would have turned into an asshole i do think i was i've always been a bully but i've always been a righteous bully i i would say like i've always i've never like bullied someone like oh you don't have as much money as me or right. you are you're poor you're but it was just kind of like man don't be like don't be corny and don't be lame like right right you know what i mean like right. that kind of shit like right not just on. like Pushing a small kid. No, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like a 80s bully. Yeah. You not. were just speaking your mind and, and yeah. probably being funny. Yeah, and being like, you know, like if I saw something in somebody I, that, and I felt like they weren't like going for it, I was kind of that kind of bully. Like, oh, so yeah, so you're just going to be a punk and not do this? You know what I mean? Like, oh. you want to do like it. Like Fight Club. Yeah. You remember Fight Club? Yeah, righteous bullying. Where they take Raymond out. <laughs> And they go, if you're not on your way to being a vet in yeah. one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that, that's the type you're of You're a Tyler Durden bird. Yeah. <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Yeah. So she died when you when you were 16. Yeah. When did you start doing comedy? Oh, not till yeah, your 20s. Yeah, not, not till your 20s. 20s. And was that hard? I mean, I'm assuming it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. It took me some, a while to find my way out. But again, I had the lessons. And that's why I, I always say. You had say, that like, foundation. Yeah. And I always say, like, you know. My mother still raised me, even no, I know. though she wasn't around. Yeah, she laid that good foundation and those lessons, and they were really in there. So yeah, those were the things I pulled on to find my way out. Sixteen years of real mom, yeah, is t- better than like, forty years of half. Like mom. real mom going yeah, real hard. Mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm not trying to be funny when I say you. You got those formative yeah, years. Yeah, no, absolutely. When your I agree. brain was forming. I agree. I was going to say, like, you can cram it in. That's that's the thing I wasn't trying to be. Funny. Yeah, no. But you can. Yeah. Like, you can sort of 
mash it in and it sounds like she did how yeah. did she pass she had lupus and um just had complications from it that sucks because lupus is one of those go-to comedy diseases i didn't even know you you know because it sounds like yeah, lo yeah. loopy you know what i mean it's just kind of a funny sounding yeah, yeah. word i've I, a couple bits come to mind but like i didn't even know you could die from mm -hmm. that i don't even know what it is it's an autoimmune disease where your immune system like turns on your body essentially oh really it starts to attack your body like it just acts like like if it's attacking your lung it's like oh you're like white blood cells are like oh that's a cold and they go like ape shit on your actual like working wow stuff that you need and there no cure so she... no but you can like there's a lot more like uh maintenance drugs and like there's a lot now. more like, knowledge about what it is and yeah. that kind of stuff so yeah but no cure for it and it was a long like a slow process it was i would it felt slow, but I guess now that I'm grown, maybe it was kind of quick. You know, yeah. I feel like we found out. I was probably like nine or mm, ten or mm. something like that. And then she passed away when I was 16. How do you care? Because so you're in high school. How do you care about high school while you're mom? Oh, you don't. Like, yeah. You don't. <laughs> you spiral. You yeah, know, yeah. I did it. Yeah. I wasn't doing well in school. I just, I was really like checking out you know because me and my mom were also super close mm. so it was really tough on me and i was like i was going into full like checkout mode mm. i was just like did you have friends i mean i had friends you, you yeah. had friends but how do you even have a friend when you're I going was, through something like I, know, I mean you need a friend i've never been like i'm learning learning this in therapy <laughs> i've never been able I'm, i've always been one of those type of i'm good yeah people i've never yeah. wanted like and i think it's mostly because like I never wanted my friends to treat me different because my friends were also an escape from what was going on. Right. So it was like, I don't want this this part of my life in this part of my life. Right, right, right. When I'm with my friends, I just want to be my fucking friends. I right. wanted to feel like chill. So I really just wouldn't talk about it. And that's what's good about kids. I mean, it's not necessarily the most helpful thing if that's all you had. But grownups were probably like, how yeah. you do? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like that tone. Yeah. They're going to crouch down yeah. to you and want to get real and you're like can't i just play yeah. playstation or yeah. whatever you want to do just chill or whatever so i really just wouldn't talk about stuff like that and is did you get into like escapes were you doing drugs were you drinking i mean i started drinking after 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 yeah so i probably like i started drinking about like 17 mm. and i would say like in my 20s it was bad for a while like mm. i was like drinking excessively and do like, you feel like it was blackout and shit like that tied right to your mind. Yeah, I was depressed for a long time. I mean, we don't know how to mourn. We don't know how to yeah. process. That, that would have taken like a team yeah, of dedicated psychologists to I would say through. for six years, I was like, I didn't see a purpose. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For sure. I was just like, I don't know why I'm here or why any of this. None of it mattered. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was definitely moving through life that way for a good chunk. And the drinking yeah. was just kind of like how you got... Mm -hmm kind of buy yeah absolutely and what was it in 20s you were blacking out and stuff never got in trouble though no that's, never got any trouble never went to jail or anything like that i did i did uh i did uh pass out one time and woke up in a hospital but honestly i'm not even gonna get into that i feel like <laughs> i feel like a bunch of people were overreacting i'll just say that okay <laughs> you mean the people that took you to the yeah, hospital yeah it was like they were doing too much all yeah. i needed was a nap yeah. basically i like i had <laughs> Sure, they thought something had yeah, happened. Yeah, I had a boyfriend yeah. at the time, and I had come back to Boston. He was living in Boston. I was living in Atlanta, and I was drinking a bunch in Atlanta. Like I would get shit faced with my friends all the time. Someone would all like, and I'm, I'm not saying it's healthy, but we were all young. Yeah, we were all being wild. We were all now that I look at it, running from different things in our lives. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it didn't seem like a 
problem because we were also in a party city yep. and everybody was drinking every night excessively. Right, like, right, right. It wasn't weird. Yep. You know what I'm saying? No, I do. And if someone would pass out, you know, which we probably should have brought people to the hospital several times, but we thought we were scientists and we're like, they just put, get them some water and just make sure you sit them up so they don't choke on their own throw up. And we're like, we did it, you know? And, then, and that was kind of how we yeah, would like yeah. handle shit like that. And we'd like throw somebody in the fucking shower, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like, get it, I got our, you know? But that wasn't working for you and they so, took you to the hospital? No. So now I'm like with my ex-boyfriend. He's kind of a fucking square. Um... Love, love, I still love this kid to say, but he was a nerd, you know? You still um, friends with your ex? Yeah, like, okay. we don't talk as much as we used to. We st like, it's trailed off in the last two years, but for a while, you know, we would definitely really check in with each other. Um, and I don't know, I have a thing for nerds. Nerds are just attracted to me. They just, yeah. they, like, they I still, they just flock to me. I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> he was kind of a dork, and we were drinking, and I hadn't been drinking because I was home. So I wasn't drinking like I was drinking in Atlanta. Yeah. But we went out and these kids had like a bottle of 151. And I was like, yeah, we're going to get fucked up tonight. And I like just turned it all the way to 10. And I hadn't been drinking. And I went to the bathroom and I passed out. Um, Like I went to pee and I like passed out on the toilet. So he mm. said he came in and I was just like, passed out. <laughs> so he like, like, shut up, square. He like freaks out and he calls 911. Wow. And... Were you on the toilet like Elvis? He said like Elvis, but I don't know. I don't know if I fell off or what. I don't know. I'm sure. I, I'm sure it was alarming. I won't take that away. <laughs> Positive, it was alarming. There's no way that it's like dignified. <laughs> no, it's not regal. No, no. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know it was not dignified. You know. <laughs> and um, so and all his friends are nerds. You get what I'm saying? Yes. He's, it's, they're not cool friends. So we'll be like, she's fine. Yeah. Look, this is how you solve that. Yeah. They're all like these, we gotta get her to the hospital types. <laughs> so <laughs> they call the ambulance. I don't remember. I remember waking up in the ambulance and thinking, what the fuck is going on? And I just went back to sleep. And then I woke up in the hospital and I was like, handcuffed to the bed. Like that's what, through, I like woke up and I tried to move my arm and I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I was like, what the fuck? Where am I? And he was in the room looking very solemn. Like he <laughs> like he had like a full addict of a girlfriend. And he was like, we're in the hospital. I'm like, what happened? He's like, you passed out on the toilet. And I'm like, why the fuck am I handcuffed? You know, like, what is that about? Like Ethan Hunt, like Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. Like, why the fuck am I handcuffed? And he was like, <laughs> because you kept, you were trying to fight the nurses. And then you spit on a nurse and they had to like restrain you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, you kept telling them to just get the fuck off you. Leave me alone. And I'm like, why did you bring me to the hospital? And he's like, because you passed out on the toilet. And I'm like, dude, I just needed to sleep, you know? Right. And I'm like, so what was I saying? He was like, you were just telling the nurses to get off you and just let you sleep. I was like, see, like, I wasn't, and then I could justify it all in my head. I was like, I wasn't being hostile to the nurses. There's all this shit going on around me. I'm fucking blackout. It's yeah, like, just yeah. let me sleep. Like, right, right, you guys right, are like right. now poking and you're prodding me and fucking. You're saying, why did you bring me to this place with all these people I can harass? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you're. <laughs> all you had to do is just put me in a back room. I would have woke up and been like, all right. I feel like I'm on pause. Was Have you noticed a phenomenon that black women love dorky white dudes? A little, a little. Sometimes yeah. autistic -y yeah, kind yeah, of Yeah, 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 yeah. A little spectrum-y. I've seen that. Yeah. There's somebody I know in, in my family who's on the spectrum, white guy, obviously, and he's he dates exclusively black women. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> we like to take care. 
Is that it? Was this dude white? <laughs> no. No. But he was definitely spectrum me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's what I was. Uh, I was. I thought I was opening a whole can of worms, and you're like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the arbiter of that topic. <laughs> But you like nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can say you like taking care of like a a gentler. I like people who think different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I get that. And then when did you dis- realize you were gay? You know what I'm saying? Like if you're dating this dude and you're 16, 17, It was 18, like a slow realization for sure. It's you late, know? right? Yeah, it's late. I'm about 24. Dicks aren't working out, you know? And I'm like, I don't know what's up. <laughs> Dicks are not working it's out. It's not working out. What like, I'm trying. I'm yeah. trying. I'm like. Can I just sympathize as someone who also isn't attracted to dicks being like, I, what a weird situation to be in. Yeah, like, this I was is trying what's on hard. the menu. Yeah, I was trying hard. <laughs> and I was like, it ain't working. I'm trying different sizes. I'm like, I don't know you what mean the it deal wasn't is. feeling good. It just, yeah, there was just no connection. I just couldn't. And then I was like, and I had, I had a, con- I had sex with my ex boyfriend and we had a connection, but also, you know, we were dating since we were like we were fifteen. Yeah, you and were shit. in love. You we loved were like it was like young love, and yeah. like we went through the death of my mom together, yes. and like all of that. So then I was like, maybe that's the thing. It's just like I just have to be in deep love with somebody. Yeah. But like I'm just like I, I just wasn't into dudes. Like yeah. once I got into the dating pool, you know, this is like my first boyfriend, and then this is the guy I'm with till I'm like twenty. Yeah. one 22 yeah. years old so once i got into like the dating pool i was like i'm just not that into this this guy carried you through a very yeah crazy time in your life your mom yeah. passed you're about to start doing comedy you had your your tr- tr- trouble with alcohol yeah. like a heavy period there so of course you love i like i like that you didn't call me an alcoholic you were an alcoholic i like that you said you had your troubles you had your troubles <laughs> Like I work for you, and of course Sam had her troubles. Like, but I don't want to get fired. You had that. Do you do you think you're an alcoholic? No, I think I had some troubles. Yeah, some troubles. Yeah, <laughs> you throw it back at me. Yeah. No, no, no. Troubles is different. Troubles is different. Troubles is different. Troubles is different. Yeah. It's just some murky water for a little bit, you know. But you were so bonded. Let me. You tell me where I'm wrong. You felt this person was so there for you. It's yeah. the wrong gender, but you love this person. Yeah. There's this bond. You're yes. like trauma bond. Yes. From your mom's a passing. Bit. Absolutely. This difficult time, and that must have really confused things. Being like, I bet, I bet sex with somebody that wasn't even your thing, but you're that close could be intimate absolutely could fool you absolutely that you're like i guess this. i is, like penises i yeah, guess I, get, I like penises I i'm guess. coming you know i'm not not coming you right know? <laughs> right but it's interesting was it the, it's not the anatomy as much with, with women is it the connection it's all of it all i'm of just it. not that into it like right. when i was trying to find the connection it wasn't there and then it was like I'm having sex with these dudes. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking really getting anything out of this. And I'm like, I'm going hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm going hard. You're going for it. I'm going for it. You gave it a good I'm go. trying to decide, like, am I just like a freaky bitch? I'm having one night stands. I'm like, maybe I'm a freaky hoe. That's wow. my shit. Wow. Like, for real. Did like, you feel pressure? I'm to be trying straight? to figure it out. You like, no, I, yeah. I am just, I'm such a fucking weird ass person that I have to. <laughs> Do everything to make a decision. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I, I won't write something off until yeah. I've thoroughly yes. like done it. And then yes. I'll go, okay, like, no. Right. You know? Right. But I'm a, I got a no person. So yeah. I'm going hard for it. And it's just not happening. I'm just yeah. like, I don't, I'm not getting anything out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I'm in Atlanta at this time too, and so there's a big black gay community there, and a big you know black lesbian community there, and like fine ass women are hitting on me, and I'm like, I don't know why this is happening because I am walking around oh, straight, and I'm like, this is weird. Like, am I throwing? It's off? like people saw it before. Yeah, but you. even when I was young, I gave off like like lesbians would hit on me and shit. Like, yeah. I've been giving off dyke energy my whole life that I wasn't aware I of. I saw you about to say that. <laughs> and then you were like, you can say that. It's your show. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not aware of. So, um, So yeah. it's like they knew before you, which has yeah. to be nice to be folded into a community. It's like they came and got you. Yeah, kind of. They picked you up. Kind of. And then I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm again, not, a, I'm a person who's not scared of my brain. And I've, I just don't, I don't have fear. So it wasn't like a fear I never had this like, oh my God. I never felt that way. I was like, I don't know, maybe I should try to eat a pussy and see what wow. the deal is. Wow. And was it like homecoming? Oh, it was like, whoa. Wow. Oh. And then like, it was like, uh, like those flashbacks with your whole life. And then I was like, oh, bitch, you're so gay. <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh no, you've been like so gay this whole fucking time. All these girls in school that were your friends, you were totally crushing on all these fucking girls. Whoa. Like, what the fuck? And it was like, it, I finally made sense to myself. Mm. That awkward, because I was always awkward. Yeah. That awkwardness that I've always felt that I couldn't, I didn't know where to put it. Yeah. It was like, oh. You know? Yeah. Cool. I get it now. That's, I mean, everybody should be so lucky. Honestly, that's a little bit how I feel about comedy. Sometimes you ever do a set and you're like, how are people getting by without something like yeah. that? Yeah. Like you have to find yeah. your thing and sexually you found your yeah. thing. I mean, I know a lot of straight and gay people that don't feel that way. You know what I mean? Like they're not fully yeah. expressing themselves or know themselves well enough to know what they want. Mm -hmm. So it's great that you do. And the first one was at a date. Was at a the first woman? Yeah, it was like we were we were like kicking it. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just like a first date type of thing. We had been kicking it. Yeah, but we weren't like together. And were you together after? Yeah, because that's how lesbians work. I was gonna. Yeah, that's very lesbian for a while. For a while, <laughs> you move in. Yeah. <laughs> did not. Yeah. Like sometimes stereotypes happen. I mean, it's real. It happens. Yeah, sometimes that's all it is. Pardon the interruption, weirdos. This episode is brought to us by our friends at Element, L-M-N-T, Element. It's the morning time as I'm recording this intro. I just drank a big glass of water with my Element in it, which makes it so much more pleasant to drink because the flavors are incredible, but it also helps me actually hydrate my body and not just flood it with water because healthy hydration isn't just water, it's water plus electrolytes. The problem is a lot of products that are gonna give you electrolytes are also gonna give you like 20 grams of sugar. It's insane. So you need Element. Element is a huge part of my wellness program and part of my morning routine that I sincerely look forward to. I start in the morning with watermelon salt. I mix it, I'm good to go. What is it? It's the optimum ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium that helps with health, performance, and energy because we all know dehydration is bad news and it takes these elements that we need in our body to get those headaches away, low energy, cramps, confusion, worse. I use it for that neuroconnectivity mainly. I also use it after I sauna, obviously. I use it after I work out, obviously. But just in the morning before I've even done anything, just to kickstart my day, get me ready to face it, get everything flowing, 
hydration wise and feel like everything's in my brain i absolutely love it it tastes amazing and if i'm fasting which i often am it's great to be able to sip something that is very very i think it's like five calories which is you know basically zero calories for me when i'm fasting i don't really count it that's what i'm saying i love it and you need to try it People say that after they run, they drink an element, like an orange salt element, and it basically, this is what my friend said, he's like, it makes me feel high. It it replenishes so much of what you're sweating out and so much of what your body needs. So support your body, support this show, go to drinklmnt.com slash weird and use promo code weird and you'll get a free element sample pack with any order when you order. I love these sample packs. I get them because I use the promo code to get my own element and it's so fun to be able to try all the different flavors. There's like a habanero one, which I didn't think I would love. There's a mango chili one. There's like spicy ones that I didn't think I would love. And the chocolate salt one is incredible hot. I often drink that at night like hot chocolate, but it's like a five calorie hot chocolate that is actually giving your body what it uh, lost during the day. So drinkelement.com slash weird for your free sample pack with any purchase. That's drinkelement.com slash weird. All right, everybody, back to the show. Talking about masculine and feminine What's interesting about feminine energy that men and women can have, it's like, it is so, it is so nurturing. It's like, we can do this. Like, I get why two women together might statistically have more openness to the potential of this being amazing. Whereas men can be like, I'm a lumberjack and I I don't know, the fire might (laughs) come tomorrow and, and they're more scared. Yeah. And I think also like the nature of masculinity is, so like get out in the world and conquer and go and yeah. die. and it's like we, with women it's like i like you why would i keep going to look for stuff yeah <laughs> like i found it yeah i like you right. i like this why don't we just do this right. you know what i mean right why do i gotta do this and then i know i like this and then go look for another thing to which like. is so funny because women the other stereotype is women don't know where they want to go to dinner you know what I mean? How can it be both? How can it be like, on one hand, they don't want to commit to a restaurant, but they w- will commit to... I'm, I'm just talking in stereotypical terms. No, no, I get it. Um, I think it's because like... <laughs> like men know where they want to go to eat, but they can't pick a person. Women yeah. don't know where they want to go to eat, but will pick a person. Yeah, I think it's like the past... The There's a passiveness that's kind of ingrained in femininity of like you don't have to make those kind of decisions. Well, that's in your bit, right? That's in your bit. Yeah, there's yeah. this level of just like, like my girl, she she says it jokingly. Absolutely, she's joking, but I'll be like, babe, like you need to fucking tap in. Like, where are we going? Or like, what? what? And she's like, oh, babe, I have you so I don't have to think. Just like, <laughs> tell me. She's like, I don't feel like thinking. <laughs> that is the deal here. Right. Just right. Tell me. Just let me ride. Yeah, just let me ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think men I like that Val this this is look, you talk about being stressed so you have to take care of stuff. And I'm with you. Like maintaining. I actually love that part of the act where you're like, men have to get it and then they have to maintain it. Women say <laughs> women can build something and burn it down the same day. It's like very funny. Men are maintaining it. There's all the stress to it. And as I'm listening to it, I'm like, it's one of those things that is stressful and I like it. Yeah, no, it's very satisfying. You know what I mean? I'm like, but I I even like complaining about it. No, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) 
it's all very satisfying. Like, but that was kind of like the 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 funniness to it to me was like, you know, when I was dating men and um on that side of it, I see all this stuff and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with them? Yeah. Why is they making it so this and so that? And then I step into this massive space and I'm like, the exact same. You know, I'm right, like, right. Yeah. Like your dad in the trash. Yeah, my, yeah. like my dad in the trash. And it's yeah. like, but I also love it. I also yeah. it gives me purpose. Right. Right. I I'm compl- it gives I wouldn't me have it any other way. I would sometimes yeah. I like to just watch my girl sleep and be like she ain't thinking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Like I built a, I built Like this. I did that. I did this. I Look did that. Her, just not thinking about nothing. Yeah. And then but then when I'm stressed, the voice of my stress is like I've said this a million times but I'm putting it to you. I go, "I know my job looks fun." That's how my stress sounds. Yeah. I go like, "It's much harder." Yeah. Like if Al was sitting right there, she knows this. We talk, we're very open. There's a lot of communication in my marriage. I'll be like, when I go on the road, that's not a vacation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't even have to say that to her in anger. We just we just kind of peaceably discuss that. So like, it's it's a tricky thing to negotiate if she's going on a trip, but it's not work. And it's like, and I have, and I'm watching Leela. It's like, yeah, but I watched Leela when you were there, and I'm like, yeah, yeah but work. I was working. Yeah, and but then I have to watch it. Like I do. Like I, I hear my dad. What were we talking? So Val wants to be a director, and I, I believe in her. Like for real, I believe in her. Like she wrote an incredible script, and I, I can see it. I can see the headphones with the VC mm-hmm. on it. Those are initials. I believe in her, and I'm about it. And she's like, there's d- this director program, and she's like. It breaks down by weeks, but it's like 40 days or something. Mm. And I'm like, and it's like nine to five or mm. something in, in LA. And I'm like, getting like a little sweaty. And I hear my dad, like, I didn't know my dad was in there as loud as he is, but my dad's voice is like, and she's like, you know, when you do crashing or something, we were in New York for four months. And she's not even trying to tit for tat yeah, yeah, me. Yeah. She's just going like, we can make this work because it's we've the made same it, thing. Yeah. We've made it work before. Yeah. And, what I'm embarrassed to admit is that Val's had me, I've gotten practice now at going, just imagine it was me. Because if I was like, there's a thing, I, it wouldn't even be a discussion. It would just be like, I'm, do, I'm going to do it. it. I'm doing this. And she's doing it. But why? And it's because she's not getting paid to do it. But then she's like, but you did stand up for 12 years before you got mm-hmm. paid. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. My dad, and I'm not blaming my dad. I'm just saying that hyper toxic masculine voice says, if I make money... I can do anything, anything I want. I want. Yeah. And that's, I'm saying this is real. That's fucked up. No, I had to go like, it is. oh no. And, and we got over it. It was one conversation. I was like, you got to do it. I'm about it. But there was that hesitation where I'm like, it is. But when I go away for three months, it's because I'm shooting a movie. Yeah. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, yeah. dude. You just got here. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm talking to myself. No, absolutely. I just got here. And it is like, it is like, it is like, it is toxic, but you do think it. Yeah. Like even as a woman, and like I, I've definitely had those moments where I'm like, yeah, but I pay for everything. Right. Toxic. Why? Tricky. Why are we having this conversation? Right. What, what What is there to talk about? I pay for everything. Right. You know what I mean? And so you have to like, and it's hard not to feel that way because it's hard to make money and pay for stuff. Right. You know what but I mean? But that goes back to the thing I was <laughs> like, saying. But it is like it's, it's a tricky one. It's yeah. a tricky one. Yeah. But you secretly love it, though. I see, love that, it. See, that's the thing. So I love it. I love even being stressed about it. I love complaining about it. And then I love 
going like, but I make all, I make the money or I make the majority of the money. And uh, so I get to do whatever I want. I was like, dad, like, that's what dad said. Yeah. That's that. And it was his house. You know what I call men? King babies. So <laughs> sensitive. Like we're like little toddlers with, yeah. with crowns and we have robes and scepters and shit. But if you make us feel insignificant or oh my God. unappreciated. Oh, my God. And I'm sure and you're the, the same yeah, way. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. I was talking to um, Andrew Schultz we were on his podcast. We were talking about this a little bit. But it's like, that is the biggest thing that I don't think men communicate well. Mm. And like I don't think women acknowledge well. It's mm. like, just being appreciated and acknowledged for the level of stress mm -hmm. I am taking off away from your life right right like there is a level of stress I've eliminated from my fiance's life right you know what I'm saying she <laughs> and all you need she doesn't know yeah. she's never seen the light bill she's never <laughs> she's never seen the gas she yeah. doesn't know yeah what things cost you know right in the right. house right that is like a level of adulthood that I'm just like you don't have to worry about that right I will worry about that for both of us the acknowledgement of like, hey, thanks for that. Right. It, it seems it matters so much. And I think and that's the King Baby thing. Yeah. Yes. And I think, but I don't know that it's King Baby. It's like, I, I need something to keep going. I guess what it is, is though, it when you're taking care of all of that and you want to look like a warrior with a sword on your shoulder, it can be a little confusing that you're also like, but I also just need you to go like, Hey Sam, thanks for. Uh... Yeah, but I'm a, I'm a fucking person. <laughs> I, you know, like. <laughs> no, I want to be very clear. Val nails it. When I go on the road, she goes, "Thanks for working hard for the family." Yeah, I never told her to say that. That's, but that's never, all you need. That's all I need. That's what I'm saying. She even says she'll use the language. This need. is a good relate. This is a good person right here. She'll use the language of my pain. Like when I go on the road, it's not a vacation back to me she'll go i know it's not a vacation i know Ooh. you're working hard i'm yeah. like so i'm i'm being seen like not so val's a i call her a love genius she yeah. figures out how to love somebody and she loves them perfectly that's good but like when i see relationships that are decaying i'm just like and, I, and i'll give it back to val I, I, when i come back i'm like when i'm alone with my daughter for four days yep. by the end of it i'm you gotta I'm be losing like, my mind yeah i'm literally like for real yep. not making and that's the good that's choices the, i'm like and that's the key right i haven't bathed <laughs> yeah that's go the ahead key. that's the key that's the key you have to you have to reflect it yeah, back to the person absolutely like and my fiance like we're we're at that place now it took some work but she definitely now would be like thank you for like you know yeah. working so hard for us thank you for the life you provide for us and i know like right thank you thank you wait just in right. a like yo right. i see you you know right. what i'm saying right but I also had to learn to be like, thank you for making a home for me because right. this helps me and balances me. And like right. this, it also allows me to go out here and do what I'm doing because I know I have this stable yes. thing yes. here. Dude. And if you're not here building that, then I don't have that. And I appreciate that. And that's not nothing. And Just because culture nothing. doesn't pay for yeah, it. Yeah, it's not nothing. It's not valuable. Emotional space, physical space, all of that stuff. Everyone's gonna laugh. I'm always bringing up the show alone. Have you seen the show alone? No, it doesn't matter. I hadn't either. Somebody just turned me on to it. They just drop people off in the woods and they oh, are wow. alone as long as they can be, and I they get to bring 10 items. I would like that, dude. It is a feminine, uh, feminist masterclass because there's men. It's the most male female show I've ever seen in my life. You will like it. It's on Hulu. Okay, I'm there's like nine up. seasons of it. You, you and your Damn. fiance are gonna love it. But the men are so men. 
first of all, they never admit when they fail. That's my number one. If they, if they tap out, it's always because the contest is stupid. It's not because they couldn't do it. They're like, I just decided this was dumb. And it's like, because you failed, because you were scared of the bear. And the women, you're like worried about these women because they're like knitting like a tapestry for the wall. And you're like, lady, go out and forage or, or get hunt. And they're the ones that make it so much longer <laughs> than anybody. And they're fine. They're like whistling yeah. and, and sitting in a chair they made. It's kind of like Naked and Afraid. You watch Naked and Afraid? It's exactly like Naked and yeah, Afraid, except that's they have how, clothes. That's how the women are uh, Naked and Afraid. If you notice, right. like, the guys will always be like, I'm a fire master. I know fire. I'm fucking going to yeah, kill this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the woman will be doing something like she's taking the, like, <laughs> reeds and she's making, like, shoes. And he'll yeah. be like, what the fuck? I don't yeah. need shoes. Yeah. And then the idiot cuts his foot. Of course wide open yes. he's just like bleeding out his foot That's, you needed shoes and she's like you should have just took the shoe <laughs> and when a man gets stressed a typical man gets stressed all of that let's say all that feminine goodness is on the outside he gets stressed he forgets all of it it goes mm -hmm. away and it's just what do you do all day yeah. when do you bring in money yeah. what are you good for yeah. and you don't realize like there was a dude on alone that was like he was like I don't move because I don't have calories so I've I've labeled out every movement i walk over here and i get water and i walk back that's 10 calories the most masculine thing i've ever seen that dude tapped the fuck out <laughs> cut to a lady like chasing a squirrel she's like this is my god i've named him like she's gonna thrive meaning making purpose making community yeah. building yeah. even a relationship with a place mm -hmm. that's when i say feminine men are obviously capable of it but that is so undervalued yeah. uh, yes 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 in your yes. life I, I know you already know this my life, I'll keep it to me, would suck. I say this to Val all the time. We live outside of the city. I'm like walking around in beautiful nature. I'm like, I never would have made it here. Mm. I would have been a dumbass, fucking successful comedian living in like a cop's apartment. No, seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. It's you like... I come home and it like it like smells good and yeah. there's like pillows on the couch yeah. and it's like welcoming me yes. and it's like clean yeah. and there's like love in there. And That's it. Like, it's not the cleanliness. It's the love. And I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, this is why I'm out doing this thing. I don't know if I didn't have that and I was at the level that I'm at right now, I would be like, it would be sad. Yeah, of course. It would be sad. And you see it. Yeah. I don't I it don't mean to dark. judge people, but I no, know some no, people you that see don't it. it's share dark. their life. It's and dark like... and you see it and they I was just talking to my friend about this, like, cause he, you know, he's was kinda going through with his girl and I'm like, but yo, like you love her, like just dive in and fix that because like I'm like, yo, I be seeing my homies out here, forty something, bro. Nobody, bro. They they lost. You see it in their eyes. Yeah, they yeah. just out here yeah. drifting. Right. If they already have enough money for yeah. every new Xbox and the new TV and all the. By the way, there are some people that can do it, I'm sure, but I see a lot more golems nah, and nah, vampires. Nah. You know, it reminds me, Bill Burr, I was mad at my manager. I love you, Dave Reth. Uh, I really do. And, but I was mad at him for something. This is a long time ago. Isn't it nice? I can't even remember why I was mad. And I asked Bill Burr about it because I was like, you ever think about like not having a manager? And he was like, no, what are you going to get to the top and have no one to share with? Yeah. He saw that it's not, it's really not a head relationship. It's a heart relationship. Mm -hmm. Even a work relationship yeah. like that, you're like, no, it's actually about sticking through. Oh my God. Like I've had the same manager since I started. You know? And that doesn't make sense always, right? No, but it worked. <laughs> right. It worked. It worked. Yeah. And you know. It's shoes on Naked and Afraid. It worked. And we like, uh, the special, you know, just came out. So she was in New York. Um, and 
we just were sitting at the bar and we were like, God damn, man, look how far we've come. Right. Look where we started this relationship. Look what, look what I was doing. Look what you were doing. Because they're and, not just a person, they're your a, memory. Yeah, we got, we got a shot. We like cheers. We got a little teary out. And yeah. we were like, man, yeah. we're fucking here. You know, like, yeah. yeah, man, you need that shit. Yeah. You need that shit. At least I need that shit. Because in that story, it's not just another person. We're not just talking about codependence. Like, it would be sad at a bar alone. No, that per your manager in that story is actually the record of your life. You can't even hold it all together. No. Val will go, this is Val. She'll go, P, you get sad every year around Christmas. And I'm like, I do. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know myself. Yeah. It takes two people to know a yeah, person. Yeah, for, for sure. Me, for me. No, absolutely. Yeah. I think for anybody with an ounce of depth and, 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 and allowing themselves to live, yeah. you know, you need I need that. some cloud storage. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> and my fiance is the same. I can't just go on the hard drive. The same thing, like, I'll be like, I forget. I always forget the day my mom passed, but I'll be in a funk. Mm. September 29th, I'm in a funk. I'll always, on that day, I'll never yeah. go, oh, that's what happened today. But I'll just be like, I'm in a fucking mood. Right. And my girl just, she'll be like, it's the 29th. And I'll wow. be like, oh. I'm like, that, I don't know what's going on with me today. I'm just like fucking moody. That's what I mean. We don't even know what we need. We need help. We need help. Isn't it wild? We that need help. If you, yeah. if you had a baby, your baby, the way that like trauma carries over genetically, yes. your baby might be in a funk on, on that the 29th. Day. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Absolutely. I, I was just reading a book. I forget what it's called, but I was reading a book about how like they're finding out more about scientifically. It's not like crystals and shit. They're like, no, people are seeing like trauma. You better not say crystals ain't science crystals to my girl. Are science. Crystals are science. She'll, Guess how much I paid for this crystal? She'll smack you up. I always think <laughs> you're about to sign a huge deal. I, I said that I to her though, and she got pissed off. I was like, because she's like into crystals. She's an empath, whatever. And. <laughs> I will say she is an empath. I did not believe in yeah. that. Yeah. But I've grown to understand. You mean she has like intuition? Meaning she feels what other people feel deeply. Wow. In a way that I had to say this is something going on mm. because I do not. Yeah. You know mm. what I mean? I don't. Like I absolutely don't. And she like, and I'll tell you the moment that I was like, no, because she's always said it and I've kind of been like, Okay, you know what I mean? You're an empath, shut up. And you know, she'll, like, it will be watching. She cries at every movie, mm. even if it's like a kid's movie. <laughs> she's, you know, she's like wet face, like, wow, oh my gosh. Wow. And I'm like, that's so dumb. But I didn't put that into like your empath. Like, just, 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 just idiotic. But we were at the airport and there was a kid, he was going off to war, you know, like, you mm. know, when they'd be like at the little, yeah. and his mom was there. Cause you know, when they're going, they let their parents come all the way up to the gate or whatever. Mm. So his mom's at the gate and he's hugging his mom and she's squeezing him so tight and she's crying and he's crying and she's wiping his face and he gets on a plane. We're all just waiting to get in line. Everybody's just like, yeah, that's their situation. I turn and my girl is bawling, mm. like bawling. And we get to the seats and she's just like, I feel so bad for this mother and da 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 da. And I'm looking at the whole, the, the rest of the plane could care less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm Premier 1K. Yeah, and not yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody's yeah. just doing their business yeah, to yeah, be yeah, yeah. on the plane. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, okay, yeah. It's you, a different thing. It, it's a different thing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad <laughs> you, know you I mean? figured that out though. You balanced your, I don't want to minimize you. I'm ahead too. I'm a top down, Val's bottom up. 
it sounds like you found a bottom up. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. It, if you had two heads. No. And it's taught me to like, now like I'm really sensitive to that for her. Like, yeah. like if I'm watching something that's violent or something, I'll be like, hey, babe, is, are you okay? Or, yeah. you know, yeah. like, because I'm like, what it really does fuck with her. Yeah. And if you're like me, you've been together like 17 years. Yeah, off and on since time. college, okay. yeah. So it's probably already happened, or you tell me if it's already happened. I'm now more in touch with how uh, tender I can be. Mm -hmm. Like I've, Val calls it my protector. I get mad and I get strong. And she's like, is there like <laughs> anger is sadness yeah. in disguise, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. And living with somebody who like you're, I want to say girl, <laughs> I want to talk cool. I want to talk cool, Sam, <laughs> but your, your partner it starts to rub off on you yeah. and you start to see like, oh, they're safe. And you start to realize like, it's safe for your your vulnerability mm -hmm. to start coming mm -hmm. out. Absolutely. That's what I like about people like those. Yeah, yeah, for real. And she's very, um, she takes care of feelings very well. Yeah. Like once you like allow her to see them, you know? That's great. Yeah. A safe place for you. And then you can have your feelings. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And what? Oh, we love our ladies. We love our ladies. That's so dope. Why marriage after 17 years? Why marriage? I mean, I'm into it. Well, it's like off and on, first of all. So it was like we were consistently dating for 17 years. You know, it was off and on. Yeah. We'd be dating, then we'd break up, and we'd still be friends. But we're fucking other people, then we might see each other somewhere and fuck, and then be like, maybe let's be together again, and then go our separate ways. You know, yeah. for a lot of the time, we were living in two different states, and, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So. It's only been like we are living together consistently, like for the last six years. It's like old new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like old new in that way. And um, for me, I've I've thought about this because I've also been married before and divorced. Um, me too. I thought about this, and uh, to me, it is it's not like oh, marriage is gonna make me love her more or change anything. I do think marriage for me is about standing up with your community of, you know, your family, your community. Yeah. And saying like, this is the person I want to do this with and hold me accountable. That's it. Yeah. You're folding them in. Yeah. I, I don't want to, I'm not grading your answer, but I fucking love that. Yeah. Because it's not about, it, our wedding wasn't even about me and Val. Val and I already knew we loved yeah. each other. But we were like, and, and if you want, uh, one piece of you didn't ask for it but like the wedding is like what does your love look like and you let people visit mm -hmm. it and it's fucking emotional mm -hmm. your, your lady's gonna be crying so hard mm -hmm. but it's like and then you say look at this yeah. look at how beautiful it is and it's even in some vows it's like and when things get if they get weird or strange or I come to you help me remember this saying, yeah. help me remember hold this hold me accountable yeah. and hold, hold me accountable to the words that i'm saying to this person right. that's what hold it is hold us accountable to to this thing that we're dedicating to to be in right. with each other that's why not vegas yeah. you can't call up the elvis no, impersonator and be no. like what did i say yeah. nothing against that i'm just like that, that wasn't for <laughs> no, me no no that's what i'm I saying i guess i am saying something against that i'm so scared of offending somebody sorry vegas people i'm just saying like and you'll watch the married people. This is how I know I'm, I feel like I'm right. Married people, every married couple that comes to a wedding, their vows are sort of like renewed and like mm. relit by that experience because mm. you're remembering the whole thing. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I think there were like four married couples and I think they're all divorced. Damn. But <laughs> I know. Damn. It's what it is. You got to go? No. Okay. I, was, I mean, 
We did. We did it. We're doing a good chat here. Yeah. What I have it, nothing. I don't. I I hate it here. L.A. I, yeah. I have nothing to do. So no. Trust me. I'm I'm being I'm being very entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I I, I kind of love that you don't love L.A. It would be I weird. Hate if you're like, I thrive place. here. I hate this place. What 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 what's the headlining hate about it? It fucking sucks. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the headliner is that it sucks. It sucks so bad. Yeah. It's just one, okay. I have some, I wish you had like a bear or a drink. You know, I, I, I fuel my. <laughs> we I'm, might have a. I'm fueled by is alcohol. There a beer in there? If there's a beer in there, I would love it. I'm also like hungover. Oh, no. You don't seem hungover at all. Because I do this, baby. I told, <laughs> I told you I went through some trouble. Yeah, that's right. Some <laughs> I thought there was. Oh, shit. Is that a beer? Or a kombucha. That's a beer, and it, it looks like a Michelob, <laughs> which I've always thought to be a black brand. So here we are. Really? <laughs> yeah, I've always thought black. Did it's Billy... like foreign, like German. German there you yeah. go. There you go. Oh, my God. It's a blonde too. Is it a, a twist or a bang? A fucking sexy. Guess what? I can get it. Ooh, you're a man. There we go. Bang. So... Now. I didn't mean to. I know you love uh, man moments. I didn't mean to take that no, from no, you. No, I'm a complicated one. Yeah, I was. But you know what? I like being taken care of too. I, like, <laughs> I like when a man mans. <laughs> this podcast just took a really interesting <laughs> turn. I love it. So this is the thing. LA fucking sucks because one, one, there's nothing to do. Like, let's yep. be like really honest. Yep. There's nothing to fucking do other than show like, business, like, which other isn't really than a thing. show business, and then like hike. And it's like, that's not fun. There's not like, it's, it, it also sucks because like, there is no, there's no like cool hangs, right? Everything is by appointment. Yeah. Like if I want to go to dinner with you, I have to call you on a Monday. You'll tell me you're available next week. Yeah. Around seven on a Tuesday. And then and I'm going like, to cancel on you too. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what we do. And Nobody's like, coming to this dinner. And it's like, who fucking wants to like live like that? Like, yeah. Are I, you in New York? I'm in New York. Yeah. I love it. I can't imagine living anywhere else. Also, it's just like, there's no fucking culture here. Like, let's be for real. There's no real, like, museums. There's no art. Anytime I see a Broadway play that comes here, I'm like, I'm not seeing a fucking The road Broadway version. In, in New fucking Los Angeles. Like, yeah. Are you stupid? It's Ben Manuel Marindo. Yeah. I'm like, not doing that. <laughs> we want That's the real guy. Dumb. Yep. I feel like it is a good place if you have like kids. I feel like it's a place people come when they're done living. It's like I no, have my facts. I have my kid. I got. I just want a nice school. I want some. You know, a better but, house. Yeah, a better house. Yeah, but trees. like, but it's like kind of over for me. I'm not gonna go outside anymore, and I don't. It's over for me. It's kind of over for me, and I'm like, I'm still out here. I'm in these streets. You no, know, you're right. I'm up in New York till four a.m. I'm like, yeah. I'm eating dinner at ten. Yeah, I'm bar hopping. Yeah, I'm going to art exhibits. Yes, I'm hanging out with musicians. Yes, I'm going to plays. There's always an Uber or a cab. Yeah, I'm doing stuff, yeah. and I'm just like, anytime I'm here, I'm like, I've done nothing. Nothing. You can, yep. I'm not even defending it. You can go to the beach and walk around. I hate the beach. You hate the beach. You can eat. You can eat good food. I live in New York. The food here is ass. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Every time I've been bought someplace in LA, and they're like, "It's so good." Yeah. I'm like, Meh. I'm not saying this because because you're, <laughs> you're black. Have you been to Roscoe's? Yes, it's fine. I like that. It's fine. It's not. That's not. That's one of. My, it's that's good, like, but it's not like. It's not phenomenal. It's not blowing my top. You know. It's good food, you know, but... Yeah, I'm not the guy. Sushi? 
You like sushi? Now you're just yelling out food. <laughs> Greek food? <You're> not- <laughs> this, I feel like. Yeah, I like sushi. You should go to Sugarfish. Yeah, who cares? Even as I say it, I'm like, who cares? (laughs) You said it. You know what I said? New York is where you're gambling, and LA is where you, the sad little quiet place you take your chips and you cash them in. But that's just a nicer way of saying what you said, which is, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm still playing. Yeah, you're still playing. That's why I hate it here. I'm like, there's nothing to do. All my friends suck. All my friends who live here, they suck now. They suck. I'm like, hey guys, you're like, oh man, I'm gonna fucking let go. Pick my kid up and my <laughs> Oh, my kid's doing baby yoga. And then after that, I gotta pick up some bread. You know, it's just like I can't the dumbest shit that they gotta do. Like, I gotta get pumpkin bread because there's people coming over tomorrow. Like, fucking, what is this? Pumpkin bread. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> Do you feel the isolation of this place too? Yes. Yeah, I feel depressing. so isolated yeah, it's here. Depressing. I'm depressed here. Yeah, no, it's, it's truly depressing. like, it's sad. People just get over it. There's no, no fix for it. It's so sad. They just get over it. And it's like New York, you can walk out your door at one in the afternoon and not come home till 4 a.m. because the city itself has just swept you up. Right. You know, with no real plan. You could be like, I'm going to this thing. And then you're like, oh, I'm going to stop in here. Oh, then you bump into somebody on yeah. the street and they're like, let's go grab a drink over right. here. Right. People are like, in LA, you bump into somebody on the street. They're always so busy doing nothing yeah yeah yeah, you know you can't get a person to slow down but they're not doing shit you can't you can't bump into someone on the street like yo let's just grab a drink real quick they're like i gotta fucking go do nothing you're like what are are you going to do well they're also they're driving so they can't get a drink with you right which is also like it's pussy shit it's like (laughs) you motherfuckers don't drink and drive it's just not a real place i can't deal (laughs) it's like everything's so like pussy here it's like You'll be out with somebody and you'll be like, let's do a shot. And they'll be like, oh, no, I drove. It's like, if you can't function your car off of one shot, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? I mean, I can't disagree with you. It's all so dumb. And everybody's like recovering and nobody wants to. That's true. It sucks, you know? Well, Sam, we're we're saving you a seat. When you're lame and want some pumpkin pumpkin bread. Not coming. Uh, (laughs) Do you want to have kids? Maybe. No. 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 No, my fiance say, thinks she does, but she doesn't. But you, it's just kind of like a fantasy you That's allow. what I, that's how I feel. I know it sounds fucked up. See, you set me up. You sound fucked up. And the problem with Pete, what I realized the issue with Pete is he looks mad, innocent, like he doesn't have all these fucked up <laughs> dark thoughts. And then he like presents them in this like light You let her have that fantasy. <laughs> And, and then you're like agreeing, but you look like the monster. You know? <laughs> and then we cut me out of the video. It's just you. It's yeah. like such a fucked up setup. But <laughs> no, I don't. This is the thing. She says she does. And you don't until she make, I don't believe her because she's not doing anything to do it. We're yeah. not we're not a straight couple. I can't just nut in her. Yeah. If we really want to do this, you got to do some stuff. Yeah. She hasn't done the stuff. So I'm like, if she starts doing the stuff, if she comes to me one day like, yo, I got my ex checked, it's this, it's that. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, she wants to do this and I'll step up like, you know, and I will do it because like, I'm not going to deny her that. When yeah. it's, it's either way for me. Right. I'm not strongly no. I'm not I'd strongly be, yes. I think you'd be a great parent. I mean, that feels... Well, that's what freaks yeah. me out too is that I know 
if we have a kid, I will be here. I will be cashing in because that's I know, why I'm like when I, I see you in me, line at the pumpkin bread. I know me, like I would be, I would take it so fucking serious. Yeah, because yeah. I had such a great mom, and because yeah. I lost my mom young. Yeah, and I, she, I know the importance of being parented well. Right, because of what I went through, I would take it so serious, and I feel like I also would become very maternal i feel like all like my the femininity in me would yeah. come like spewing out of me right. and i would just be like this mushy mommy mess that's interesting and i don't want that you know that patrice bit? <laughs> don't want it do you know the patrice bit where he's like your men are like fishermen and they catch like a swordfish and everybody's like wow you caught a swordfish and then the swordfish wants you to like stop fishing and stop he he he's not just talking about not seeing other people, but he wants the swordfish being the woman. Yeah. It's not exactly I can't stand by everything, I suppose, but like <laughs> see, I'm so scared. But he says like the fish wants the fisherman to stop doing the thing that made the fish attracted yeah, to it. I never Do you remember even, that? I never even heard that bit. Yeah. Which is because you know, I, I avoided You might have done it on a podcast. I avoided a lot of Patrice when people started being like, You're sound like you're the next Patrice, you sound like Patrice. And then I was like, I don't like this. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. only seen a little bit of his stuff at that point. Yeah. But I was like, I don't want to receive any more of this. Yeah, yeah, I get that. So I just did it. But I had what's fucked up is I have I was doing a bit when I was talking about the cheating that was so similar to that mm. where it was like oh really yeah, up to that point yeah where it was like he might have just said it on Marin. it was like um I was talking about like the the nature of conquering yes you know what I mean it, it it's what attracts you to a person yes. And then it's like, now I'm supposed to just turn that person off right. for you. Right. Stop, you know being I mean? a, stop being a pirate, basically. Yeah, yeah. for you. Yeah. I'm supposed to just like shut it all down when it's like, that's what gets me going. That's what gets me out of and like, that's what bed. Got them going. And that's what got you going. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? That's why, so when you were shit, shitting on LA, and I, I agreed with everything you said, people get real addicted to show business out here. Let me say it this way. Oh, 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 wait, yeah. I remembered it. Oh. It was it was tied into, I was saying like, you know, I'm not gonna cheat anymore or whatever. But also, I, why do I have to play into my girl's like delusions? Like she wants she wants to believe. I said it probably, part of why I hate that this whole cheating thing's an issue because it's not only just about I hurt her feelings. It's also like, she wants me to pretend that she has the best pussy in the world. Like I have to pretend that this is the best pussy I've ever gotten in my life. And I'm like, that's not, how pussy works. The best pussy I ever got is some pussy I ain't got yet. <laughs> That's the nature of like, you know. <laughs> yeah, novelty. Yes. The, yes. And, and excitement. Yes. Yeah, it's I like, know. I was like, the best pussy I ever got, I didn't meet it on the D train, okay? Like, <laughs> That ain't just, that's not possible. The best pussy I ever got is probably on the highest cliff. I don't know. But <laughs> but, uh, it's got, it's, it's somewhere, I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's in the bottom of the ocean. I don't know, but it right. ain't just you just cause. Yeah. yeah, and that's okay. That's love, right? right? You're definitely not the best pussy I ever got. <laughs> but that's love. I'm still with this pussy because I love you. And isn't that romantic? And that is romantic. <laughs> that is romantic. <laughs> And, I, and it's like, and the problem is on women. It's like, why are you putting so much value on your pussy? Yes. I'm valuing you beyond your pussy, Doofy, because yes. that, I've been over that. <laughs> I've been over that. I think you just wrote your wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> you, you started, Sam has written her own vows. 
Well, let me get something straight. <laughs> let me get something straight. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, it's like a cat. I was like, you ever see a cat kill a mouse? When he, when he first kills the mouse, he's like, ah! Yes. And after a while, he's like, <laughs> Yes. It's dead. <laughs> but he's That's deep. how a pussy feels. You want to hear my married sex? <laughs> Val and I, we were watching alone, of course, and there was a married couple. On one of the seasons, there's two of them, and one of them is a married couple. So they're alone, but together. And I go, do you think they're having sex? Uh, because um, they're married, and they're together. But they also have to like save their energy. I go, do you think they're having sex like as a strategy? And she goes, how long has it been? 48 days? And she's like, they haven't had sex. <laughs> and I was like, that's married sex. It's only been 48 days. And you just got to find some, sh like, like. You well, that's gotta... why you better be excited about them for other stuff. Yeah. You yeah. have to be. Yeah. And then you got to find, like, like, I was talking to my homies. I was like, you got to, once I start, stopped cheating. And I was like, okay, I have to dial in. This is where I'm at. Just yeah. the pussy I got. Yeah. I got to just be about this. Yeah. Then it's like, you got to find ways to make it pop. And like, you got to like, you got to do shit. You got to like, you got to like bring that pussy to Paris. You got to see what it do somewhere else. You got to put it in a new environment. You got to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's it do here? Yeah. How it hit off in Paris. Like, but isn't that what it, it hits off different? <laughs> What's it like in a different hemisphere, basically? <laughs> the toilets go the other yeah, way. Let's see what happens. Yeah. With, you know, that's hilarious. That is so true. But I remember I was in love with my friend in college, and she was like, and she, I think she liked me too. It was like a Jim Pam sort of situation. And she was like, but do you marry your friend or your lover? And I was like, the fuck? Your friend? Like, that shit is over. Everyone knows that ends. Yeah. And they did get divorced. <laughs> and I'm I'm happy. Yeah. So yeah, but so did I. But then like now I I Val is my lover for sure. And it's the best sex I've ever had. And it's the most attracted. That's real. I'm not just saying that. She's exactly my type. And that is not it's not in the it is in the top five, but it might be number five. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what all I'm saying. That's, <laughs> That's what, what I'm saying. saying. Like, yeah, it's girl, part of it. My girl is for, I wouldn't be married to her if it wasn't fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 it, was, yeah. it was memorable. It was fire. Yeah, it stayed. And it, every once in a while, I'm sure it is again. It, it pops out. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that pops back. Val and I always go. It's nice to know that's still. In yeah, there. and we, you know what she says to me that that I think is really uh, sexy too is, is she's like, it's nice that we started as a sexual relationship. Like that was the initial. Yeah. Like me, me, and, me and my fiance too. Right, and we and we were like, fucking it was about nuts. fucking. Yeah, yeah. At first, it was just and all about fucking. And then you're slowly going like. Is this my favorite person? You know yeah. what I mean? And now, yep. but like it creeps in every once in a while. Mm. And we're really proud of that. Yeah, you but gotta be. This is nice. You gotta be. And that's the thing. It's like, it's like, why, again, like, I love my girls. It's fucking awesome. But I'm just saying, like, the, the nature of your brain is like the most awesomest. I just, yeah. I ain't touched it yet. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like, Novelty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how, you know, but absolutely. And then you just, it is nice. Like whenever that happens and we reconnect in that way, it's, um, it's so dope because it, it truly brings you back to when y'all first were like, that's it. It brings you right back to that. Well, Val and I used to meet in San Francisco and we go, that was some San Francisco sex. Yeah. That was like when we used to meet. Yeah. In see, that's what's so, up. Yeah. I'm trying I'm to, happy for you. I appreciate I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'm working on this premise. We don't have to workshop, but I'm, I'm just, I think it'll make you laugh. I go, I love Val so much. Like I want to say the crowd, I go, if your partner woke up the other gender, would you be gay for them? Ooh. <laughs> and I'm like, you if Val woke up a, a, a dude, I'd be like, I'm sticking with this, this fucking dude. That's what's up. <laughs> 
but then the where I really want to go with it is I'm like, because I could just use a break. <laughs> I, I just I would love to get fucked for a change. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just I just put out a bit where I'm talking about how no get out my head. No way! I swear to God, I just I just put out this bit where I'm talking about how. I don't want to strap my girl anymore because it's hard to fuck like a man. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much work was this involved. Is, see, you're like, like our ambassador. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about our stress and yeah, the work and now, yeah, and yeah. now this. Thank yeah. you. No, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, when I used to get fucked by men, I would... I would be like, why doesn't he fuck up harder than that? He needs to work harder than that. And now I'm fucking like a band. I'm like, this is a lot to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a very narrow motion. No matter what you're doing, I don't care how Antonio Banderas you're getting. It's still a, and it's repetitive. Yeah, bro. And it's and it's all <laughs> on you. It's all on you. And it's, well, that's the bit. It's, so, uh, dude, I go backstage and I go, <laughs> I'm just losing my mind. Matt McCarthy and I are in the green room. This is in Raleigh. I had done five shows. And I just go out of nowhere just to make them laugh i go I, I wish i liked getting fucked i do and i go because it would because i'm exhausted yo it's exhausting <laughs> it's exhausting but then i was like that sounds homophobic to me but i was like what i really want is just like to relax i go you don't think a pitcher at a baseball game ever looks at the catcher like must be nice yeah just squatting down there just hanging out just hanging out I swear the balls to, keep coming i swear to god like <laughs> swear you can't tell my girl she's not doing work and I'm like, baby girl, you're not doing shit. Well, a lot of times you're making things harder with all these <laughs> move-ins and stuff. And I'm just I'm just allowing it so you feel good. But like I really wish you would just kind of like chill out. Oh <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it's like, like a bearskin rug. Yeah, like baby. <laughs> just be. Just be. Yeah, that, that was the bit. Because we were so tired after five shows, I was like, imagine all you had to do is just kind of lay there. And that's what the thing is, like this is what me and my girl got. And also you gotta remember, like, I don't feel it. So it's just a workout. You feel oh, me? Oh yeah. I'm not no, getting I already anything. That. So I'm really just working out. And it's like it became like a fight because I like come from shows and she's like, you don't fuck me. And it's like, girl, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, gonna say, I gotta do you're gonna lay down. I think that's a, <laughs> I gotta, that's some Nobel Peace Prize now. stuff right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want me to, to have do sex work. with somebody with a penis that you don't have nerve endings in is like the greatest it's, act of philanthropy thank I've you. ever heard. It's the, <laughs> It's the greatest act of love. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And then it's like you're not even appreciating that. Bro. Yes, yes. You're literally nothing three, four times. I'm just sweating. Yes. That's I'm tired. Yes. That's all I'm getting out of this. That is. And then sometimes you go right to sleep. And I just hear with a fake dick. Die, <laughs> just looking stupid, my nigga. Looking dumb. There's some comparison. Embarrass myself for your goofy ass. And then I'm wearing uh, a harness. Yeah, and also getting like talked bad about. Like, what's happening? <laughs> what is this? You really have figured out. I didn't know that we needed a lesbian to speak out for men, men issues, but we did. <laughs> it's so funny because even after like doing this special and touring this special, like dudes would stand up sometimes, like, thank you. Right. You know, all that shit. And I'd get off stage and like women would come to me and be like, I never thought about that. I never considered that. This is, you know what I mean. Yeah. And when and Kasim Bentley, when he when he he came to San Francisco at Punchline, and then he DMs me afterwards. He's like, "Nigga, you're doing God's work." He was like, he was leaving the show, and there was a couple, and he said, "The wife went to the husband. Do you do you feel that way about the trash?" And he was like, 
kind of you you know you never this you is... never take it out and she was like I'm gonna start to consider that and I'm gonna try to help you with that wow more. <laughs> that, I'm not surprised at all I'm not surprised at all and I think it's because I'm a woman and I, I embrace my femininity as yeah. much as I embrace my masculinity so I think they see me up there as a woman and they're like she's struggling yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that ain't right you you're, know some, you're somehow like the perfect negotiator <laughs> To be like, I get this side. I've been there. Now I'm here. Let me talk to both because sides. Because it's it, because you don't realize how hard it is till you're really you have to do it. And like it's simple stuff, as simple as a trash. It was like yeah. I was out there one night. I'm fucking struggling. Okay, like one, I'm not. I didn't. I wasn't raised to do the trash. So this isn't something I've been doing since. Like boys, you've been doing this shit since you're like ten. It's like get it. That's your job. You know. So you have a lot of experience with the trash. How to wrangle it. How to deal with it when it goes awry. You know what I mean? A tear. I'm new. Yeah, y'all on yeah. it. I'm new. <laughs> I'm new to the trash business. You know what I'm saying? This... I'm out there. It's in the big thing. It's heavy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's nighttime. You know, I'm vulnerable. It's like, it's like 2 a.m. I'm like, yo. <laughs> There's predators. Yeah. There's raccoons and I'm stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, dog? yes. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> See, this is you. No help. This is you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, I do. And I'm not surprised. I think that's actually 100% real. Like getting people to talk about stuff is the gift of God. Yeah. And I'm not surprised at all. Yes. Thou, I'm happy to say, takes the trash out. That's dope. Yeah. No, my, my girl started. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, she grabs it sometimes. She she goes. Yeah. She'll put it in the thing. She's never going to fuck with the bin. But I paid a, I found a guy. I pay a guy. I ain't even going to lie. I found a man. He was doing he was trash across the street. I said, hey, man. Really? <laughs> he do I too? He was like, yeah, 100 Oh, he pulls him out. He gets it out, puts it on the curb, break down the boxes. Wow. Are you in the city? Yeah, I'm in Harlem. In Harlem. And you have like a brownstone? Or yeah. Something? Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I'm blessed. But it was rough. For a while, it was rough. But I found a guy. <laughs> so I'm free now. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> we usually end by talking about, uh, and I'm only, I could talk to you the rest of your day. But we, I have another thing, uh, another boring ass LA thing. I gotta do Fitz dog. Oh great! Tell me, I said, oh, what's yeah. up? The last thing, meaning of life, <laughs> just tacking it on at the end. Any framework of God, religion, spirituality, anything like that for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't mean, think all it, those mushrooms. <laughs> it's not. It's not in the framework of like packaged religion. Yeah. Uh, I'm spiritual. You know, I pray. I pray over my food, not because I think, you know, something crazy is going to happen to my food if I don't. Right. To take a moment to acknowledge. It's for you. Yeah, acknowledge myself, acknowledge that there's bigger things at play, and just to reconnect to humanity yeah. as a self. Yeah, yeah, To yeah, think yeah. about others as much as I'm thinking about me, you know, just to center myself. Um, well, gratitude is real magic. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. taking that moment is probably slowing you down a little bit. It probably is helping you digest, yeah. helping you... You know, you don't want to eat scared. Right. Be grateful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. That, that is a good prayer. Exactly. So, yeah, man, just, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've, I feel like I've felt God move through my life. I've, I, I've been in some dark places, and I've, I've had some dark thoughts, and I have been very lost, and I cannot just attribute it like, I did that. Mm. No, there was things that, that my connection to spirituality and and allowing that to enter me mm. saved me, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah, carried you through. Yeah. 
So what about your mom? Do you, do you still feel a connection to her? I'm assuming yes. Yeah. That's why I asked. Yeah. Right? If you were like, no. I'm yeah. like, I can tell that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when you, when you think about an afterlife, or do you think this is it? Is it just this know. one little thing? That thing, I don't know. My, um, my fiance is very spiritual, too, and we talk a lot about this kind of stuff. And she's kind of sold me on reincarnation. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I've kind of, I'm kind of leaning to that makes the most sense. Yeah, I've heard it explained like, imagine if we're underwater, and you're a little tornado. You ever see like a tornado underwater, mm-hmm. or like in the bathtub? Mm-hmm. That's like you, and you exist right now, but you're really just made of water. You're made of the same thing everything mm-hmm. is, and that's true. Yeah, scientifically speaking, yeah, you are just a localized phenomenon called Sam, and I'm a localized phenomenon. And then like when that tornado goes away, that's death. And then maybe that same water gets reanimated in yeah. another thing. You see that sort of recycling happening. You see that sort of repurposing. Yeah. And the impersonalization of energy. Yeah. Kind of, I, I get it. I'm with it. Yeah. And it, and it kind of the way you just like, it starts without a start, right? You're just here. Yep. It ends kind of. Yep. And it's like, what's, I, I can't imagine. Then we just like all hang out somewhere else. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, what keeps refueling it? And then you do have those moments where you're like, I've been here before. You know, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is not as unfamiliar as it probably should feel. Yeah. But it's also not familiar. Yep. I get that. Like we're playing a game with ourselves. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I don't even feel it. You know, I even sometimes go like, flat earthers and stuff people that are out there getting weird about stuff i'm like i think they're picking up on an overall yes. feeling of this isn't it yeah you and know also I mean? they're picking up on an overall feeling of no one knows what the fuck they're talking that's right. about that's right so it gets i i would say misappropriated yeah. to something like yeah, birds yeah. aren't real or, or whatever but it is. it's also that we need to stop lying right mm. there is this essence of lying that's underlying this whole experience i agree and we need to cut it out so a flat earther is a kind of right because that's what, what came, I, that's what, what I'm came saying. out. No, the earth isn't round. Actually, the shape is just like kind of oblongy, pancakey. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, well, baby, you've been lying to us, right? These so these motherfuckers right. aren't. Their investigation may have led them to go. It's completely flat, and that may not be true. But what you saying wasn't true either. Right? There was some in between. It's like why weren't why aren't globes just looking like this oblongy thing that we are? Why right, why right, isn't right. that how we're drawing it? Why isn't that how we're expressing it in the world? So they're not wrong for their curiosity. It's just I feel like the same thing that that happened with with Trump and COVID. It's like you can't yell at these people and keep telling them they're fucking dumb and they're conspiracy theorists. And then we come around later and go, oh yeah, COVID wasn't a lab. Yeah, oh, is that what happened? Yes, absolutely. Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely. I don't... Like the government was like, this was a leak from a lab in China. We think. Oh wow. Wow. We think that is the origin of how this happened. Well, that, what I'm saying is that that itchy feeling of, is this a dream? Like, mm-hmm. Sam, have we done this? Just as a fun thing. Did we do this podcast before? Exactly. Yeah. That, <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Like, what? Deja vu Deja vu. Thing. And, like, and also, last night I had a very rich evening of dreams. And when I wake up, it's all gone. But that's what I mean about like the, the stop lying. It was just overall. Because we could say, like, hey, we don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We're unsure. Right. That's what they could have said about COVID. We're not quite sure. Right. They didn't have to give an absolute, that it's absolutely not this. Right. Because like your parents. We don't know. It's like, it's like parents going like, well, because, like, I don't lie to Leela, but I catch myself being like, yeah, why can't you be that close to the TV? Yeah. And in the 80s, you just go, because you'll go blind. Yeah. And I go, 
Baby, it's just not what we do. Like, guys, <laughs> like, like think not, about how we grew we up. We grew up thinking that cats and dogs hate each other. <laughs> hate each other. That, like, literally, I remember being a kid being afraid. Like, oh, I got to get this cat away from this dog before it's devoured. Right. And I see video after video of kittens laying on dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. licking dogs' faces, yeah. dogs licking the kitten back, they chilling, watching TV. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. why did we spin this tale? Right, right. <laughs> what you've maintained and what I think informs your spirituality is we don't know what's going on. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Right, right, right. And that's the that's the realest answer anyone could give you. Right, I is agree. I have a few theories, but I ain't sure. Right. That's my. Fa- it's in my special, but I, uh, Barry Taylor said, "God is the name of the blanket we put over the mystery to give it a shape. It's just so we can talk about it. It doesn't mean it's an answer. Yeah, it's a word for the mystery. Yeah. and we can. And what I like about that definition is we're like, it's not an answer. It's not like, well, you're gonna die and there's gonna be pearly gate. You don't know. Nobody you don't knows. Know. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah, yeah. And nobody has the answers. But when you go like you go into nothing, I'm like, but we don't. We don't know. We don't know. We didn't ask for this. We didn't ask for any of it. Right. So they, yeah. there's some humility there. All right. Yeah, Pete, you're my boyfriend. <laughs> you're, you're my other girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. Val and now I got Val. <laughs> no, I love talking with you. Yeah. And, and not to sound like your dad, but I'm like, I've watched you just evolve. And it's fucking dope. Thank it's you. really dope. And to see you in your special and to see you now and go like, that's who you were the whole time. Yeah. And now it's like you're co- totally comfortable and you understand yourself. And it's great to watch. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Would you, uh, what time is it? Uh, 12.40. Oh, we got to go. We went an hour 40? Shit. A little longer. Wait, hour 40? Oh, it's almost two hours because we started like 10 minutes early. Okay, I think we do have time for this last question then. Can you, and it doesn't have to be a long answer, but can you think of a time in your life you laughed so hard you were crying and you fell over? Like a really, 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 really hard laugh. Here are the, you got it? Go ahead, go ahead. You have, I was you have, gonna say sometimes someone fell, sometimes people farted. I got sometimes it. you're in church. <laughs> I got it. So, you know Boston. Yes. When we were kids, my cousin used to live in the South End. They had just opened this uh, this housing. It was like the first housing project. Okay. In the South End, kind of. Um, well, really, no, the second. Don't, don't, don't let me get cussed out by people who live in Matthew and Manor. <laughs> but it was called Ten City or whatever. And they had moved like low income people in, and, but it was like right in Copley. So literally you walked out of the one side of this structure and you were like kind of standing right in front of Copley Mall. Mm-hmm. It was like that close. Mm-hmm. So we would, you know, wreak havoc over in that area. We were fucking kids. It was all the snooty white people. You lived people. there? Yeah, my okay. cousin, well I would go visit all the okay. time. And it was like all the snooty white people lived over there. And so <laughs> we were just like, we would just run around, we would wreak havoc. We would do any and everything, run by, knock people's hats off their head. <laughs> go to the mall and throw berries down and hit people in the head and like dip off. Just goofy ass shit. So one day we're on Newberry Street and you know they have all those outside restaurants. Yeah. And we bump into my older cousin's girlfriend. We called, we called her woman because that's what he would call her. I think her real name was Kia. But we would call her woman. And we were like, woman! And she was like, what's up? And we were like, okay, we wanted to play this prank because we were like pranksters. We would always go to the joke shop, get dollar snatchers, stink bombs. We were those type of kids. And so we were like, oh, we're going to do this funny thing. We're going to, and this is like pre-jackass and shit, which there should have been a camera on us because we were always like, <laughs> let's fucking fake a death scene in the street. Like, we were like those type of fucking idiots. And so we were like, yo, we're going to pretend to rob you. <laughs> so we were like, you walk ahead of us, put your purse, you know, on your right side. 
we're gonna run by and we're gonna grab it and then you just like oh my god my purse freak out and like did woman go for it she's like for sure but woman we're if we're like i'm like 11 my cousin's got to be like 14 woman's only like 20. Right. You know she I mean? seemed like a grown up, but <laughs> yeah. she was just 20. She's just 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So woman's like, hell yeah, <laughs> let's do it. And we're like, cool, this is gonna be fucking awesome. So it's me, my cousin, and my homeboy Craig, our homeboy Craig. She walks up, and you know, this is all those outdoor restaurants. So we're like, this is gonna create a scene. Everyone who's eating is gonna be disrupted. That's all we care about. We're about to disrupt yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever this is. A show. So she goes, my cousin Gerald's the one who's gonna grab a purse. So he goes, and he grabs it. He's running. Me and Craig are like kind of behind. And she's doing the thing. Oh my God, my purse. She's freaking out. Some guy was parking his like Ferrari. Stop. I can't handle this. He's parking his Ferrari. Old guy too. He had to be like 60, but he's fucking cut. You know like one of those old guys works out and shit. Still, he's still getting butt. Like he yeah. has money yeah, and he's yeah, still yeah. getting butt. Yeah. So he's like, he's looking good. So he- <laughs> He's got an anchor Yeah, 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 yeah. He's I like, I'm yeah, together yeah. still. He's okay. He's parking his Ferrari like on the street side. So he hops out, he grabs my cousin, lifts him up in the air. My cousin's still moving his legs, right? But he's like up. <laughs> so me and Craig, are, we're, we're starting to be like, oh shit. This guy throws my cousin up against a tree and just starts wailing on him. No. Wow. Wah, no, wah, he already wah. has him. He's fucking him up. <laughs> He's like beating his ass. Oh, no. So now we're all dying. Woman's dying laughing. I'm dying laughing. Craig's dying laughing. We're like, oh, shit. Wait, Craig's getting his ass No, whooped? we're oh. just all laughing. Oh. My cousin Gerald's getting his ass Oh, Gerald's getting his ass To this okay. day, I'm like, yo, you got your ass beat by a 60-year-old man. He hates when I say it. Got his ass whooped. So we're dying, y'all. We're dying. And then the guy like, See, like he's recognizing what's happening because woman's even laughing, and he's like, "Really funny fucking joke." And then he throws the bag, like hits my cousin. Not him. him. He's had enough. And he he just like storms into this restaurant. And then enjoys a tuna tartare. All shook up. He's like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) It still cracks me up. Yeah, that's where I was afraid it was going, but I'm also delighted that that's where it went. Yeah. The fooled Samaritan. Yeah, and then we just gotta go home and like lie to my aunt. <laughs> like, oh, like my, oh was, he fell off the bike, you know. Was he like visibly beat up? He was. He was. It wasn't like big bruises, but my Enough. man was. Yeah. Oh my god. He got worked. Oh my god, that is a. Fa- I'll never forget that answer. Thank you, Sam. You all go. This was great. Enjoy Fitz Dog Radio. Hell yeah. Uh, would you say keep it crispy? It's how we end. Keep it crispy i love it some people are like what does it mean you're like nope